What's up, you guys? This is the Hendo Podcast. This is podcast number 12 of the Hendo Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Hendo, and we have some special guests in the building. There's levels to this game, guys. There's levels to this game, and I'm serious. These are some of my favorite models in uh, in the San Diego, in L.A. And, uh, Trey, you want to start? You want to tell me your resume? You want to start with you? Tell uh, your resume sure. what you do uh, and what you're snappy and cool. cool what's cool about Trey? Um, sure. I mean, that's a, quite an introduction. <laughs> but what's up, guys? My name is um, Trey Taylor. You can call My social media name is The Trey Taylor. Um, I'm, uh, I'm born and raised in Sumter, South Carolina, and I currently reside in Los Angeles, California. Some of my major accolades include campaigns for like Amazon um, and publishing GQ. Yes. Um, Netflix, Tell them, bro. Uh, a lot of hotel, uh, hotel chains like Hilton, Radisson. I've done a lot of major campaigns for like um, Absolute, Chivas. Let's go. Um, the list goes on. I walked in major shows from New York, LA to Paris Fashion Week. Um, yeah, I'm not that I'm not that keen on talking about myself, but um, just check my resume. Make sure you follow me on <laughs> make sure you follow me on Instagram, the Trey Taylor, and it's the Trey Taylor on literally all social media platforms. So yeah. And another thing, and he's on TV as well. Oh yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Shit. That too, that too. I'm on a couple shows. Um yeah, a couple shows. Just yep, that's me. Lightweight. Lightweight. <laughs> that's me. And that's and I will tell you, you know, I'm, if you need to think about me, I'm extremely low key, but I'll just say I have some major things coming in um, 2021, 2021 that nobody knows about, but it's already done. Bro, I'm so proud of you, man. You're killing it. You killed the game. You know what I mean? So I've been following you for a long time. Before I even opened up a studio, I knew who you were. You know what I mean? So, and <clears throat> I'm proud of you, man. Keep doing your thing. Uh, we also have my girl, Amira Carey, is Ooh. in hey, the hey, building. Hey. And I, like I say, these are professionals in the building. There's levels to this game, and her resume is stupid stacked. Not super stacked, it's <laughs> stupid stacked. Thank you. Can we talk about you a little bit? Yeah, my name is Amara Carey. I'm from Sacramento, California, now living in San Diego. <laughs> um, so a little bit about me. Um, I do modeling and poetry, so I love spoken word. It's actually amazing to be here because I actually had my – book release in this very studio what so that just comes full circle full circle. and we was nobody at the time like, <laughs> we still ain't nobody yet but we getting there yeah so um that's when I was you know putting my poetry out to the public but um, modeling is my go-to and I've done things for Target big campaigns for beauty campaigns and I did London Fashion Week and yes, yeah, so did some things too. try to keep it low-key but <laughs> man I'm proud yeah. of both of you guys you, like I say man um I have you on this podcast because we can learn from you guys' conversation and experience and the wisdom that you guys have because you, you guys are doing it on the highest level, you know, like I say. Um, but anyways, there's a lot to talk about today, a lot. Mm. So um, a lot of you guys are from San Diego or where you lived in San Diego for a long time yeah. and you traveled to L.A., right? Yeah. Why do you guys travel to L.A. and vice versa stand in San Diego? A lot. Yeah, you should start since you live there. Okay, yeah. Okay, so um, respectfully, when I was in San Diego, California, um, it got down to a point. Well, I will say this. Like, San Diego will always have my heart when it comes to that because it is um, my start. Mm -hmm. But I realized that it was a very small market. And I was signed to an agency. Um, my mother agency was in San Diego, but I realized I was going to L.A. at least 
once or twice a week, and that's a lot on gas. That's wow. A lot. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's right. A, that's a lot on gas. And I tell you, it was like I'm, I was going to L.A. at least once or twice a week, and I just realized I had way more opportunities in L.A. Um, when it came down to it, um, does I started getting, and when I'll say this, when I moved to L.A., I was at my peak in San Diego. Right. Like, I was not even auditioning anymore. Um, and that's not me bragging or anything like that. It just became... Um, I'll be completely blunt and completely honest. I just became like the go-to. And um, I felt like I was way too early in my career to be on that stature. Like, I felt like I did not, even though I worked very hard, I felt like, um, I feel like y'all just getting me because y'all ain't got nobody else. Like, <laughs> I, I feel like, I feel like that's not, at that time, it wasn't a lot of people that looked like me. I'll say that. True. It's basic as I can say it. Facts. There wasn't a lot of people that looked like me. So I became... Um, like that token go-to guy. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> True. That's yeah. that's really what it came down to for me. And I realized um, that I hadn't been doing this long at all. But in the model and photography industry at that time, so many people knew me. And I was like, I'm not even from here. So this is like weird energy. Like, I'm grateful. Like, no doubt. But like, I was like, it's weird energy for me. Um, and then I real and I, I'm, I'm a Scorpio. So I love a challenge. And I went to L.A., and I started going to LA and I realized I was, I don't know what that was. I was like, um, I was like a nobody. Right, like, right. I was legit like, um, I had to like, like, scrape, like scrape and like. Start from the bottom the and, and, very, and, and grind to get your way up. Very bottom. Cause it's like such a saturated market. And if you do want to stand out, you literally have to grind harder than you have, grind harder than anything you want in life. Um, so that's what made me do that. And I realized I'm like, bro, at this point I'm coming here like every week. Um, right. I'm coming here like every week. Um, I might as well just save the time and the gas and, um, I can always go back to San Diego. And so, yeah, I just made that. I, it was, it was an abrupt, it was, yeah. an, it was, it was an abrupt. <laughs> yeah. I literally, nobody even knew. Like one day I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I moved to LA. Two weeks I was out. Quick question. Uh, what was your goals? Like, I know you are, are a male model and there's not too many male models that, in Senegal, period. So, what what were you what were you striving to be, or what was you, you striving to do in the modeling industry? Like, what are you? What type of campaigns were you trying to shoot? What type of model were you trying to be? What was so, your goals? So, um, my main goal, I actually still have not achieved yet. Um, I've achieved on different ones, but my main goal at the initial start, I just always see myself shooting a major Nike campaign, um, a major major Nike campaign. I want to walk. Um, not only even in a Nike store. I want to walk in Times Square and see my face literally on every. I think single that's screen. a really good goal. On it's every mine single too. screen, <laughs> that's pretty crazy. On every single screen for a major Nike campaign. That was like one of my main goals, and I knew, um, not only with the agency I was with at the time, but like what I was shooting at the time, and just like the caliber of San Diego, I would never get there if I stayed here. Really? If I, if I stayed there, granted, I still have not reached that yet, but I've. Come close a couple times. I've auditioned, I've auditioned at this point a couple times. So what is it about San Diego that you say that you couldn't reach your, uh, what won't allow you to reach your goals? Go and Def. Give me some more details. Okay, so. What's wrong with San Diego, would you say? The thing about San Diego, unfortunately for me. Um, as a male model. As a male model, one, it's a couple things. It's a couple things. One of the main ones. Um, it's too small minded. Like, mm. um, and mm. it's too small minded. Like, um, as a male model, I think as a 
as a black male model, okay, um, <clears throat> multifaceted, I feel as though San Diego is has always tried to like box me in. Granted, a lot of different. I mean, like LA tries to box me in to a certain extent as well, but it's like more so free range. But like I say that in the sense of like even the photographers I was shooting with, my ideas would be too extra or too extreme for them. Like I'm like, oh, we can. We can break the internet if we do something like this. Like, Absolutely. Let's, let's let's switch it up. Like everybody's doing the same exact thing. Let's switch it up. They're like, oh, no, or um, that's a little bit out of our reach, or what, like whatever the case may be. The campaign, um, and then also it just wasn't that much of a push, like right. in San Diego, for like what I wanted. Really? Sure. Like it's, it just wasn't that much of a push for it, and I still don't think that's that much of a push for it. So you're saying more like the talent level and photographers and things of that nature wasn't up to par. No. Like I wow. think I, I think. The ta- I think it's there. I, okay. I do believe it's there. It just is not unlocked. Like I literally live in a lifestyle, and if you know me even to a little bit, you know this about me. I really do believe you can do whatever you want. Absolutely. Like, I I really do truly believe if you want it that bad, you really could do it. Mm-hmm. It may take some time, but in San Diego, I really do feel like a lot of models and photographers just don't see that, see whatever as a possibility. Right. Like, and they don't really see it as a possibility. Like, it's like some photographers that I've worked with, and I'm looking like, I'm not going to name no names, but um, f- follow my page. But uh, <laughs> I'm not going to name no names, but, like, it's some photographers that I've shot with. I might have taken that stuff out of my off my page at this point. I don't know for sure. But I'm looking like, bruh, your work is so dope. Stop shooting that same BS. Like, we're tired of seeing it. Like, right. do something else. Like, right. It's cool. It's great. Do something else. Absolutely. Think out, uh, think out of the box. And then first of all, realize you need to realize that you're in a box. Yes. <laughs> that way you can think out of it. Bro, that's, oh my God, bro. You hit it on the head. I think that's the biggest things. Like, I hate bashing San Diego because I know I talk down on a San Diego a lot, but it's not in a, in a, um, uh, um, I don't, not trying to be disrespectful. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to show people what your what your potential is and like you say you're in a box and i think people do the same things that because you're surrounded by these people and your peers are shooting the same stuff so that's what you want to shoot literally and bro like in the model aspect i'm like bro how how much of this you want me to see because i'm over it like ma'am do something (laughs) i don't know how much of it you want me to see like we've seen it Multiple times. Oh, right. that okay. Noah, I see you, bro. Yeah, Noah's on here. I see you. Hey, that's but my like, guy. Yeah. See, and and speaking of a uh, photographer, he's out the box. Exactly, and that's exactly why I work with Noah. Like, we're just gonna talk about that. But yeah, like even like from a photographer standpoint, I'm like, I see like I see so much like dope photography coming out of San Diego, but it is so basic. Like I'm like, like I'll go to a photographer's page, like oh, like I see something like dope. I'm looking like, bro, that's like so dope. I'm expecting to see something different. I go on their page. It's all still dope, but it all is the exact same. Right. Like, it all is the exact same. And then, like, when it comes to, like, models, I think they are, like, beautiful, talented people in San Diego. But, one, they all, they're constantly um, reproducing the same version of different things. I'm like, it's like, I mean, this different version of the, of the same thing. I'm looking like, okay, baby, like, you cute, but we're going we're gonna to need more than you turn around with a little cheek. Like, we... <laughs> It's, we're over. Okay, you, you shot at the beach already. Baby, there's more things in San Diego. We've seen you at the beach. We're good. <laughs> we're done with it. We're sick of it. Like, it's great, and we're going to like it just to support you, but we're over it. <laughs> Do you really see? And then, like, 
one thing about me, and this is like a secret, I'll say, and I don't mind dropping it. I don't shoot for Instagram. That's big. I don't shoot for Instagram. Like now, I do. I just start. I just started shooting um, for Instagram, and that's one thing I kept running into when I um, when it came to, like shooting in, in San Diego, bro. When I tell you, um, I'll be like, um, like somebody hit me up, and I love working with new people if they're definitely very talented. But they they'll be, um, well, let's shoot, let's blah blah blah, let's shoot. Um, and if it if it makes sense, like I'll do it. But right. I'm like, okay, so what are we shooting for? Oh, let's just shoot for. Bro, I got other things to do for fun. <laughs> if we, sh- if what I shoot, if anything that I shoot, I need to be able to. It may not go in the, it may not be on the cover of some of the magazine, but I need to picture. I, it need to be something worth the cover of a magazine. Okay. Like I, if I shoot, so you it, said standards. I, literally, I'm like I have better things to do with my time than just be sitting here shooting for IG. But I just started shooting for IG. Um, but those be like outfits only because that's a whole additional side bag. Okay, <laughs> that's the only time I do that. But as far back, as like in back, he means money. Yeah, that's I'm talking about dinero, mula. But yeah, that's I feel awesome. Like I have a little interesting. different, different interesting. experience. Tell me. So I just want to like, let you guys know uh, these are people, these are professional models here who shoot for a living and they shoot for money. You know, so this the the their mindset is going to be completely different. So uh, tell me your um, your side. So I was living in San Diego and um, I moved to L.A. for about a year and a half and then I came back to San Diego. So I know a lot of people ask me, why are you in San Diego? There's more jobs in L.A., but I feel like I was building a network here. And in my personal opinion, sometimes it's a little bit easier to book jobs when you have those connections and you, you know, are working with people and making sure that each time you go on set, you're the best version of yourself, that you're putting your best foot forward and also taking jobs that is leaning toward what you're trying to do. Absolutely. So, you know, for Trey, it might be, you know, wanting to be on Nike and maybe that not, may not be in San Diego. But for me, um, I was stepping away a little bit from the runway. So I didn't really need to be necessarily in L.A. for that because I'm more so focused on commercials. And I feel San Diego is a growing you know, place when it comes to these things. But um, fortunately enough, being here, I have been able to do a lot of commercial work, which has really helped my, you know, my resume here. And I felt like when I was in LA, it was like, I'm constantly going to these go sees and, and, you know, not hearing anything. And I maybe it's just because there's so many people that you're, you know, in these castings with, but in San Diego, I feel since I'm like this big fish in a small pond, like a lot of people know me here. And so it would, not saying that I wasn't booking anything in LA, but um, I just feel here is a little bit more consistent. And to me, money, consistent money is good money as long as it, you know you're doing it morally, ethically. You know what I mean by that. But um, that's dope. I was making sure that any jobs that I took, it's what are you looking for? You know what's next? Like making sure that everything that Absolutely. you do is leaning towards the next best version of yourself. And for me, right now is commercial work. So I'm comfortable here and also right now especially with the pandemic um i necessarily don't necessarily need to drive to la right now so we're doing like virtual calls and zoom calls for casting so it really helps out not having to take that drive and still book these these jobs over there too so i feel like um i'm able to you know still work here and still work there but i just don't want to knock san diego entirely because i feel like a lot of my resume um i've built like a a brand here. That's so. pretty cool. So what you, so essentially what you're doing is you have a niche that you want to focus on and build your career on and your resume on. And you, you're trying to soak up everything in that region yeah. where you're at right now. Mm-hmm. 
and you just try to be the biggest and the, the brightest mm-hmm. star in that region. And since you are the biggest and brightest star, that means you get a lot of jobs mm-hmm. in you know, that region. That too, but also I think just when I'm on sets, um, I get referred a lot. So sometimes it kind of by- bypasses the whole going to the castings. Mm-hmm. Um, but also what I've been utilizing is social media. You know, I may not have the most followers, but I make sure that whatever is on my page has a purpose that I'm putting myself in the best light. So if someone does come across my page and just so happens to be in San Diego that they want to work with me and that's happened too, to where there's really big brands that may not be in San Diego, but when they see my page, they're like, Hey, you know, we're going to be in San Diego on this day. Are you available? That just opened up a whole new door for me. And now, you know, if they, whether they want to reach out to my agent or reach out to me directly and we negotiate rates, it's the fact that, they saw something in me and I'm not, what if they're, they're, you know, their company's based out of Texas. I didn't necessarily need to be in Texas to get booked because they seen the potential by just seeing on my Instagram. So I definitely try to put my best work on there. You know, here and there, I might put something, you know, of my personal life on there. But for the most part, I just try to keep it very, very clean and showing like the best model that I can be, whether that's a commercial work, whether that's, you know, doing runway, whatever it is, I want people to see me and be like, hey, I want to work with that girl. There you go. Yeah. Uh, another thing I like about you guys, too, you guys take the business side of it really, uh, you guys go hard on the business side. I think it, it's a creative side and there's a business side to this. And I think a lot of people don't understand the business side of it and to make the money. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. So how do you guys make the money, though? You want to start? Um, I would definitely say... Um, you got to know what you're worth. You know what I mean? Ooh, um, let's go. And I think I Damn. just want to start there because um, I know when I first started modeling, um, a lot of people like, hey, are you making money? Are you making money? But it's like, it's almost like when you graduate college, it's like you got the, the companies want to see what can you bring to the table, you know, before so you value. start putting a price you know, on, on how much you want to get paid. Like, let's go. where is your background? And so Preach. it's a matter of trying to find like what can you bring to the table to make them want you not so much the other let's way around. go hey repeat that one so, more time right. and this <laughs> this on. is not just this is not just modeling this is photography and any business yeah. what value are you bringing to that table for mm-hmm. them to hire you for right. ten thousand dollars five thousand dollars the the price that you want right. what value are you going to bring to that company because when that company comes to you they're investing into you mm-hmm. to push a product right so, man, that's, oh, that's it. I love that. And that's just my honest, you know, the tr- my honest answer, just because, like, I've been there where I'm like, man, I just want to make, you know, money. But it's like, okay, well, how are you going to do that? B- do the best that you can on these sets. Like, when I'm on, I make sure, if you follow me, you know, I'm going to get behind the scenes of everything I do because I want people to be engaged on my page. I want people to see the before and after, you know, the work that I'm putting in. So it's like, man, she's really out here. So... I noticed that helped out a lot with bookings. Um, people say, I actually had someone tell me, I literally booked you because I see you working so much. Let's go. So that tells you know tells me that someone is out there watching you. So always make sure whatever you're putting out is your best work, and you know as the work speaks for itself, the money will come. That's dope, mm-hmm. man. I love it. Hey, that's a good message right there, yeah. man. Hey, we need to be charging for this. No. <laughs> hey, I need to be charged. We need to be charging for this knowledge right now. Go ahead. Now, Trey, I need. You're, I've known you for a long time. I know you about two, about a couple years now, Trey. Two, point, two and a half years, easy. Which, absolutely. Which and listen, we actually met in yes. person at that event. I agree. Yeah, you did. Oh my gosh, really? I oh didn't yes. Know that. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. At your event. Wow. Trey I didn't came know in that. like a superstar. It's like, damn, who's this dude? 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> of course, he had to make his fashion uh, fashion appearance. No. You know, man. But yeah, well, I'll but, say. But one thing about you, Trey, I, w- I want to mention. Um, I want people to know. Um, I've known you for a couple years, and you're probably one of the hardest working models I've ever seen. You know what I mean? Like this guy is grinding, 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 grinding. You dedicate your life to this this uh, uh, avenue avenue where you want to go. You know what I mean? So. Uh, can you speak up on the grind a little bit? Yeah, man. Okay, so the grind is real. Let me just go ahead and first start off <laughs> by saying is. that. Okay, so a lot of people don't know this, and this is like something I don't really talk about, but I do have, I I, I have dual careers. So um, I'm a full-time graphic designer and a full-time model at the same exact time. How do you do it, bro? Bro, I just grind. So I will literally be on sets, and these be like big at, like, oh, can I cut? Yes, absolutely. Uh, I be like on big ass sets. When I get a break, bro, I'm in the corner getting it. I don't got time. Like, I don't got time to, like, I'm in the corner, like, working, like, getting it, like, getting it done um, and sending it back. And my job don't even be doing I'm at, I'm shooting. Like, they, they literally never even know. Wow. Um, But the grind is so real. It's something that is so feasible to me. I know from, from a, for a long time now, I've known I can do it. Like, from where I'm from. I got all like the backlash of like why is he even trying doing that like all this blah blah this and that. I never heard. Of, I never paid attention to any of that. I just knew it's something that I wanted. And it's something I knew for a fact I can do. And it's not because I could. Um, I started like comparing myself to other people. Because mm-hmm. if I started there, then we can. That's a whole nother tangent we can go on. It's something that in my heart and my mind, body, and so it made me feel good. Right. And it's something that I knew I can do. So I know if anything in life, if you work hard enough at it you will achieve it. Absolutely. And then I started very, um, I started very, it was, I started very naturally. I'll say it wasn't something that I was even trying to do. So once I realized it's something that was trying to attract me more than I was actually trying to attract it. And then I realized I fell in love with it. And I was like, Oh wow, I can really do this. I started saying like, okay, so if I just work a little bit harder, I'll get there. And the harder I work, the more I got, and it just became very natural for me to just like grind. Like, you know what? Okay, so I gotta be on, like, bro, I remember one time before I had a shoot that started, the call time was 4 a.m. I, I forgot when the rap time was, but it went past eight hours after that. So that was that overtime. Damn. It went past eight hours. I went home, had, I would say maybe like, I'll say maybe like a two, three hour nap. Um, and then I had to drive, and I was on set again. And I, I and I wasn't even like, I didn't look tired. I didn't feel tired. It's something that was in my mind, body, and soul that I wanted. Not because anybody else, I had ever seen it from anybody else. I wasn't, it wasn't like a comparison situation. It was something that I knew. Mm-hmm. This is for me. Like, I can, so I just, like, that, that part is just, like, super easy to me when it comes to, like, the grind. But I don't know, man. There's, there's levels to the grind. There's working hard in this. Dedicating your life to it, like this okay. is your whole purpose in life. Okay, so yeah, this this one trying to get it too. You working like you're working like tomorrow. You're gonna die tomorrow. That's how you work. And that's and the reality of the situation. And in my in my honest opinion, that is the reality of the situation. Um, man, I, we we can die tomorrow. Like, <laughs> say it out loud. But uh, I mean, he's, he's I feel saying this to me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he always I says. Say, I say that very often. Like it's a thing. <laughs> because listen. I have a legacy to leave. Let's um, go. I have a legacy to leave. And if you've ever worked with me, you feel that. Like, even if you trash, I'm going to make sure you feel like you are a king or a queen. Like, Let's even go. if you trash, I'm going to definitely make you 
make sure you know, <laughs> like, bro, like at this point, we in the same area, so you're supposed to be here, and I'm supposed to be here, and we supposed to do this. We supposed to do this for real. But like, why would you waste your time on something you're not gonna get anything out of? Let's like, go. why would you waste your time? Why would you waste my time? Time is the one thing you can never get back. Yes, sir. So, what I'm gonna do in any room that I step in, I'm gonna give my all. Because one, like you were saying earlier, you never know who's watching. Mm -hmm. And I have gotten so, so many like different gigs and stuff like that off of word of mouth. Like, That's crazy. Like off of word of mouth, like, oh, bro, like you want that? Like, oh, I know somebody who can do that for you. Like, and, and that's only because people know, like, if you book me, you're going to get what you asked for and then some. You're a professional. And, like, I'm very professional, but also I just work hard and I get the job done because I'm not doing it for clout at all. I'm not doing it for clout. Um, I'm really not doing it for money either. I'm going to get that regardless. But um, I'm doing it because it's what I'm meant to do. It's not what anybody wanted me to do. It's not um, what I care what anybody else thinks about. Um, it's Let me tell you. I want to do it. Let me tell you. These principles that you're speaking of, you can take those principles and apply them to any, any career field that you want. Absolutely. So, like it's not a, it's like I said, it doesn't really apply. It, it can apply to modeling, but you can be anything or, or, or accountant. It can be anything, Absolutely. and you gotta be, you gotta do those. You gotta perform those same principles to get anywhere to be great at anything in life. I definitely I'm trying to say tell that you. passion has to be there. Absolutely, like, it has to be there. It has to be there. I've no people that have done modeling, and it's just maybe not their thing. And mm -hmm. you can just tell the energy is different, the effort is different. You know. Anytime I'm on set, I know I want to be there and Absolutely. I'm really excited and I'm joyful and I'm happy. And I try to take each moment in and just be grateful. Absolutely. So if you don't have that passion, try to find what that is, because that's the only way you're going to be truly happy. Because I know when I first started um, modeling and, and also having, you know, working on the side and doing my poetry and all these different things, people were like, why don't you just model full time? And it's like. Well, yeah, you know, people still have to make a living outside of what they do if it's not, you know, if it, they need to make mean, uh, means meet. Yeah. So, you know, I wouldn't advise someone to just give up everything and just go for something. And they're not sure, you know, if they have a backup plan Absolutely. or sure if they can eat tomorrow. Like you want to be smart about your decision, but still have that passion. It's OK to even take those baby steps. You Absolutely. know, you don't necessarily have to just give everything up and don't have anything. You also want to just take those as long as you're making the, the necessary steps to take to, you know, find that happiness and what you actually want to do. You know, I think that's progress, too. Because I know sometimes people look at my Instagram and they're just like, man, I just want to quit my job and just be a full time model. And it's like, you got to really think this through because there's a lot yeah. of things that we've, you know. Absolutely. I want to speak on that <laughs> specifically because I actually. So that's one of the biggest issues I believe that's in this industry right now. A lot of people, especially in San Diego, want to talk about it. A lot of people are. Oh, a lot of people are not. Um, Getting what they, because they're really not, do, they're not passionate about it. They're just doing it because they, like you said, they mm -hmm. look on your IG and they, they want to do it. You're only doing it because you see some, it looks cool on somebody else. It's not what you really want to do. And just because you're pretty don't mean you meant for that. And just because you don't think you're as attractive, you could be meant for that. If you really feel that in your mind, body, and soul, this is what you're supposed to do. And it's so easy. Um, you're going to feel it. Like, I have so many people who hit me up like, oh, bro, like, and I don't talk about money with people, like, um, because they're not really ready for that conversation. <laughs> but um but um so silly so they'll be like oh bro like oh let's like i can do that like i definitely um i've been thinking about modeling i was like and i'll give the, the only advice i can give them like, let's try it like just go go try it and then they'll come back oh bro that was that was weird like 
I was there, and like after the first picture, what am I supposed to do about that? Same meant for you, bro. You Absolutely. Just wanna, you just want to take pictures. Just do that with your phone. Stop wasting people's time. <laughs> cut it out. Cut it out. <laughs> like, you, cut it out. Like, you're just really doing it because you, you're really just doing this because you, you, it looks cool. Clout. It, it, it's clout. It looks cool on other people. And you're like, oh, maybe I can do that too. And you realize, you're really not even like passionate about it. You just want to, you see somebody else doing it. So, like, maybe I can do that too. I feel, I feel like, I want to add to that a little bit. I feel like passion for me. I love this. I love I love photography. I love this studio. This is I don't clock out. You know what I mean? This is what I'm doing all day, 24 right. hours a day. You know what I mean? I dedicated my life to this. And I'm telling you right now, I'm so passionate about what I do. If you're not if you're in the same industry as me, and if you're not on the level as me, I'm gonna outwork you. Bruh. I'm gonna outwork you. I'm gonna outwork you by ten times. Because I'm not gonna stop. I'm a, I'm gonna say I'm gonna agree I'm with not you gonna that. stop. You can have my money in me, you can have more Whatever you can have everything, but you will never outwork me. That's one that I can say. Absolutely not. Any person, you can look better than me. You can book more than me. You can do. You will never outwork me. So at the end of the day, I'm gonna always win, and that's just how I feel about that. And I feel like you reason why you you won't outwork you because you're passionate about it. Absolutely. It's not a job. When it's a job, till you be like, oh shit, I gotta go to this audition. You know what I mean? It's like you. This is what you love to do. I'm here 14 hours a day. 14, 16 hours a day, and it feels like I'm working for five or six hours. Preach. Because I, that's what I love to do. Preach. Bro, I'm trying to tell you, if you're not passionate about it, you're wasting your time. You're wasting your time. It's because so when you come around Trey and I'm and, and Amira, it's they're gonna they're gonna kill you. They're gonna outwork you. They're gonna outwork you because this is what this is this is their life. This is what they dedicated their life to. And 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 this is fun to them. This is not a job to them. Preach. Let's go. Hey, let's go. Bro, like no, like I Amara can tell you since like, and you know what's wild? Me and Amara actually met um, San Diego Fashion Week. Yeah. It's San Diego Fashion Week. I don't even know how many years ago at this point. It was a really long time. But ago. since <laughs> then, our goals have altered in so many ways. And I think we both can attest to the fact that none of this, none of this has come easy. And we're neither one of us are like where we see our, like we definitely know we're close to our goal. But the goal. fact that we're still putting our best foot forward and, the and thing we're still doing it facts. is what, like right now, I know people, I I'm really need to get out of the mindset of, oh, I'm not where I want to be. Oh, I'm not where I want to oh, be. Because it's like you, you actually tend to not be as grateful. Mm -hmm. So I try to just, every time I get a job, just thank God, you know, just Absolutely. like be so appreciative and in the moment and just take in, like you're on set with, you know, these big name people, these big photographers, and like, you're here for a reason, like they booked you for a reason, and just take that moment in, still have big goals, but also just take it all in, and just be appreciative, and go out there and kill it, and show them what you're made of, and Absolutely. just keep building that resume, like, last year, gratefully, was a, a really great year for the both of us, mm -hmm. I feel like, and, you know, especially during a pandemic, you have to find ways to be creative, you know, especially, I seen, I seen you working, and you were putting out some really good stuff and I'm sure that that helped you book jobs. And I feel like that also helped me in a sense where, and I think I'm where I'm going with this is in the midst of like something that may not be your ideal like situation, try to figure out what you can do to still put yourself out there. So for my example, like, like I said, I do poetry, man, modeling was silent for like three months. I'm like, okay, well, what am I, what do I, what do I need to work on? You know? So I jumped straight onto my poetry. I finished my third chapbook. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta Ooh. get this going. And congratulations, thank Ooh. you, thank you on that. But um, with with that, you know, um, <clears throat> my fiance created a. Ooh, she a said page. Yep, my fiance. Let's go, congratulations. <laughs> thank you. My fiance had created a um, poetry page for me, and by me pouring into that, 
it ultimately led me to book other things. And I ended up booking, you know, a big voiceover campaign with Athleta. And mm, that didn't come from like my agent. It didn't come from, you know, Instagram. It, it did come from Instagram, but I mean, not my, like my pictures. It came from hearing my voice. So find something that may not be, you know, necessarily modeling. It could be you posting something about like, comic you want to be a, a comedian literally post on instagram you literally. know try to find avenues to where if it's something you want to do put it out there nobody knows what you want to do if you don't put it out exactly. and like Let's i said go. there's always somebody watching and someone was watching me so i'm appreciative to have that happen that's how how important social media is into you in your career Ooh. it's it's really important because to be honest i think that I mean, I know, I'm pretty sure this is this is accurate, but most jobs and clients, they will look on your Instagram Absolutely. and really see, do you represent their brand? Because, yeah, they're paying you, but they also want to make sure they're paying the right person, too. Right. So, you know, that's why I try to keep it, you know, real clean on the on the ground because, you yeah. know, that that is your your portfolio. Your uh, let's talk. Let's do a little dive a little dive a little deep in that. So um, we're going a little deep now. So I, I consider you a professional model. Like, like I say, you have been in, both of you guys have been in Paris, you know, doing big things. Mm -hmm. So this is what you do. So uh, I know we talk about this a lot on, on this podcast. We talk about the OnlyFans. So that's really hot right now in the industry. Mm -hmm. And I, like I said, I don't knock anybody because they really caking out on this. They, cook, oh, they caking up. Mm -hmm. So why don't you do, why, why haven't you done OnlyFans? You're, you're, not a, you're not an ugly girl. You're a very attractive, beautiful girl. You. you can make a lot of money. And why haven't you done OnlyFans. Okay, so t this is my personal opinion. If you have your OnlyFans, I'm not shading you at all. Yeah, but, not, no um, shade. For me personally, I don't have an OnlyFans because I don't want to mix. I wouldn't want to mix that in my professional life. Um, I just feel like I just want to keep it very clean. And, you know, even if I know some people post maybe just pictures and not necessarily their body, but um, I know someone made a really good point. Um, I seen some girl posts and she said that she had booked a really good job, but then someone didn't necessarily take her as serious because she had her OnlyFans link in the bio. Mm -hmm. um, and for some clients that may be come across as um, not necessarily intimidating, but it's just like, oh, really, I don't want to be attached to that. So it's for some people, they might see it in a bad light. And I just don't, for one, it's not for me, but I think just, I just didn't want to have my name um, attached to that and just keep it real clean. Outside well, of OnlyFans. Another point I want to make, too, no matter what you do, OnlyFans, photography, or whatever, I feel like you got to brand yourself on one concept and be oh. known for that. Then, of course, you can do multiple things, but I, especially in photography, the way I, be, I made a lot of money in photography, I focus on one niche, and I grew my brand on that niche. I, love, I was in love with uh, MMA photography, combat sports photography, and I grew my brand on sports photography. So when people, these big companies came, they knew who I was because that's all I was known for. And I feel like a lot of people, they shoot weddings, they shoot, um, you know, boudoir, they shoot all this, and it's all in their portfolio. And when these companies come, they're not going to choose you because they're going to go to Courtney because that's what he does, does, and he's a master at this. That's all he do is, is uh, you know, MMA or uh, combat sports photography or uh, uh, food photography. That's what he does. That He's a master at that niche. And that's why I feel like you can't mix different uh, different styles and different genres of uh, modeling all together because you won't be known for nothing. You'll be known for everything. So I'll say this. I'll speak, go a little, a little more in depth with that. 
the OnlyFans situation. I'll say I don't have an OnlyFans, but um, I respect any OnlyFans. They get it. Um, I like I, it's no disrespect. I definitely respect any only only any OnlyFans creator. But um, for me personally, it's not on brand. And when I say with, and I'm just agree with you with that. What I say with that, um, I know uh, I live in LA. I know so many people, and so many people I'm very close to are on OnlyFans, and they are making bread. But I do want to alleviate the stigma of the fact that um, there is more things to do on OnlyFans. Right, that's why milk. I said some people don't only just post like their yeah. body and stuff. Some like people that. do like um, whole web seminars on yeah. OnlyFans. They do some people like cut hair on OnlyFans. It's like so many things to do. But the reason why it's not on brand um, for me personally, and why I think it does affect a lot of people, is because what is OnlyFans known for? Exactly. Yes. So what is OnlyFans exactly. known and that's for? That's what I mean. I don't want to really necessarily mix that. That I agree with you on that. Yeah. One. So like um like it can it has become especially during the pandemic it has become um a beacon of income for so many people and so many people are like rich now off of it and they are not showing their bodies they're not mm-hmm. exposing themselves mm-hmm. but this app itself what is it known for where I want to see my where I see myself in life um later on I don't want to come back um and I also believe that the world is not really you gotta you gotta give things time. You definitely got to give things time. Mm-hmm. Like, in maybe, like, two or three years, literally everybody might be on OnlyFans. Like, you just got to give things time. Right Absolutely. Now, right now, what OnlyFans is known for, I cannot mix that with my right. brand. I cannot see myself. Um, and it. And also, I'm just, to be a little bit shallow, the industry does not want, if you were, like, a major campaign, like, I'm going to just keep saying Nike because we're going to speak that into the universe. <laughs> um, Nike is not going to book me. Um Oh, you were on OnlyFans for showing your leg one time. They don't, th- that that kind of stuff legitimately matters. Mm-hmm. Like, um, it doesn't. Seem, like, it's, it's very small to you, but for that brand, like, it's if it's not on brand with, um, with what they what they yeah. want, like with their goals, mm-hmm. that will that will x you out of the conversation just like that. And yeah, you're right, 100, 100. Um, so we have a question too. So Jay Dooley, photography. He says it's hard in the beginning of photography because trying to find your identity well i feel like like you're right 100 in the beginning in the beginning if you're starting off you're not going to be making money and I, that's another thing too i want to bring up too if you're in the beginning and you're trying to make money i will you shouldn't be doing that may i ask what this person is doing photography for is it are you like um trying to shoot like weddings or just um what is well, your what are you aiming to shoot may that's I ask? that's too that's true too but i think no matter what he's trying to shoot if he's a uh, if he's trying to learn, I'll, I'll say, of course, shoot. Like when I first started shooting photography, I, I did landscapes just to learn the camera because I was in love with landscapes and I started shooting other stuff. But yeah, you got to learn. You got to learn the camera first and be proficient. But once you learn, uh, you know, the camera and, 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 and you, you, you get your footing, then you start figure out stuff that you're passionate about. Mm-hmm. I'll give you an example. I have a friend. I, I tell this story all the time. I have a friend, and she a, a year and a half ago she came to me, and uh, she's like, "Hey, I, I want to learn photography, but I don't know what to, I don't know the, I don't know what to shoot." I said, "Shoot anything that you're passionate about, whatever you like to shoot." Right, mm-hmm. bro. Listen to this story. Everybody who on live right now, listen to this story. This is how you do it. So she said, "Hey, I don't know what to shoot." I said, "Shoot anything that you're passionate about." Guess what she was passionate about? What? Candles. Okay. So guess what this girl did? 
shoot candles. She started shooting candles. So that's why I asked the photographer, what are, what's actually like, what are you aiming for? Because if it's, you know, you want to start shooting weddings, the best part would to start with couples. You know what I mean? Start working sure. your way there. And Work just your way kinda, up there. Yeah. Well, what I'm saying, this girl started shooting candles. Now she became an influencer of sh- in, on Instagram, shooting candles and writing about candles. Now these big companies are paying her. To shoot candles, wow. bro. She's making like twenty thousand, sixteen thousand a month. They're flying her uh, to countries and, and and different countries, Australia, Germany, because they're trying to in, impress her so she can write something positive about their company and take some dope photos so they can uh, so they can um you know uh, advertise with. She's an asset in in that she found the niche and she perfected it within a year and a half. She has the cheapest camera you can get. She has a, a Canon. A T3i with a 50 millimeter. That's all she have. And this girl's making sixteen, twenty, ten thousand dollars a month. And I love to see it. Mm-hmm. So that's, shooting candles, bro. So that's what I mean when I was talking earlier. When it comes to like, first and foremost, I 100% agree with you. And that's not even on a photography standpoint. That's just like a in life standpoint. If you're trying to find your passion, first start off with what you like. Start mm-hmm. there. When you figure out absolutely, what you, start there. What you like, not what anybody likes. What what you think people will like, not nothing like that. Start what you like. Um, but that's what I mean when I say the whole um, small mindset. Right. When it comes to like San Diego, it, they, you, like it's too small. Literally anything is a possibility. I, I guarantee you when she first started, she probably never even thought I can shoot candles. Well, listen, somebody got to shoot them. Yes. Somebody got to. Can- How you think candles pictures get there? Absolutely. Like literally anything is a possibility. So first of all, start with what you like. And it doesn't matter how absurd that may Sound when you say it out loud, there's, oh, there's like a career in it. I guarantee. Absolutely, we get in 2021. Everything Bro, has a career. And and I, I'll let you guys know. Her Instagram is called Well Boxed. W e l l Boxed. That's her Instagram. Go to her Instagram right now. Whenever you guys have a chance, and see what she's doing. Bro, she was she started on her iPhone. Bro, there's no excuses. None. She, no excuses. Killing it, bro. And I love it. Killing it, bro. You know what I mean? So I mean. It don't matter. I like. It. I don't care what you shoot. You know what I mean. It don't matter what you shoot. Just try to be the best at it. I will say, if you're shooting naked girls, that's gonna be harder. And I'm not telling you, you cannot make money into this. You can, but it's gonna be a lot harder because it's so saturated. And that's what everybody does in San Diego. And I'm trying to get people out of that mindset. Dude, yeah, go ahead and shoot that, but shoot something else because you're not. If you're trying to make money, that's gonna be very hard because everybody in mind wants to shoot that. That's so. That's like. And you better be the LeBron James on shooting that <laughs> if you shoot that. That is a topic of discussion for me. Like, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with what you do. Absolutely. But I'm just saying, you're going up a steep-ass hill. For sure. There's you nothing know? wrong with it at all. And that's great. Like, um, do your thing. But is that really all you can offer? You need to ask yourself that. Like, is that all you can offer? Is that all you want to do? Because by you doing that, it's all you're going to set yourself up to do. Yep. Like, you really think um, well, these major campaigns going to... Well, I I started studying economics, right? And and the one thing in economics is like, what value do we have in that mar- that marketplace? So, what value do you have in mar- in that marketplace? Right. What value do you bring that company? So, the higher your value, the more money you're gonna make. Absolutely. And that's how it's gonna be with any marketplace that you do. So that's what I'm saying. If you're shooting what everybody else shooting, that means you better be ten times better than anybody else. What are you doing different than your competitors? Absolutely. To make that money. And let me tell you, I made a shitload of money in photography. And but I was in this motherfucker every damn day, six six days a week, seven days a week, grinding, bro. 
None is fucking stop, bro. I love it. You know what I'm saying? You still at it. Bro, like, no, none stop. Look at this video. <laughs> bro. Like, people don't even understand, homie. They don't even get it, bro. They don't. I quit my I quit my career I and I dedicated it. my life to this. Every day, six, seven days a week. Because your heart eating, you felt sleeping that. this. And that's why I made that money like that. Exactly. You know what I mean? Because then first I found a I found a mentor, showed me the game a little bit. Then I see what did and I, then I was a realist too. Mm-hmm. I compared myself to the best. Absolutely. Courtney, hell no. Them photos are shitty. I need to go harder. Right. Uh, I don't got the angle right. Uh, I need to go harder. That's me literally every day. That retouching is shitty. Because this is the best. This is the top. He's making all the money. Okay, now I need I need to be on this level or even better. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's shitty. I need to go harder. Got to be a realist, baby. You got to be a Absolutely. realist. You know One difference mean? I have in that, though, my only competition is myself yesterday. And Absolutely. I say that, and I say that because I always feel... Um, I'm very hard on myself. I always feel like I can. I think I a can, lot of us are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I like it's so crazy to me. Like I get like a lot of, a lot of like, um, I don't want to say like clout or whatever, but like um, we deserve uh, it though. But like uh, a lot of people do like say, oh, like this is so crazy, this is so dope, and I'm always very respectful. I'm like, oh, thank you. I do appreciate it, but in my mind, I'm always like, hey, well, you know, I really could have went a little bit harder than that, but um. But that's just like me. That's just like how my mindset is. So that's why I said like, okay, so I did this and that's cool. Can never do it again. Right. What's next? Like I can, okay, so I got, I just got to keep going harder. And I love the fact that you um, said how you gave your life to this and how you clearly are still giving your life to this and just look at it. Like I told you when I first met you, like, bro, like. we When we first met, I was like, bro, you're an alien. <laughs> I remember that. Remember I told you that? <laughs> And when I, I even told you that the same thing, mm-hmm. because when I meet people who that that ground like me, you know it. You yeah. rep, you rep. You, yeah. It's you it's a that. connection. You, you feel, feel it. It's the energy. It's the energy. It's, it's no, so rare. It's rare, bro. It's so rare. You're like goddamn. Like this motherfucker. Okay. Right. Damn. Okay. I feel like I, I feel like we've known each other for forever. Like damn. Like. <laughs> yeah, because I, I you know like you said you respect that because you know exactly. you you know when you get around somebody who don't take excuses. Because if you start looking for excuses, you'll find, you'll find a million. You're going to find them. For you'll sure. find a million, million excuses. Sure. And when you run that person who just have that energy, like just go get it and just, just grind, right. grind, 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 be like, okay, all right. Because right. that's the thing about, that's one thing about people that it bothers me that even social, it's about perception now. It's not about that grind and hard work. It's about perception these days. And I feel like people are lacking that real grind. Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you're a rapper or something like that, and, and you got, you know, on Benz's and um, uh, $100,000 chains. Can you really afford that? Or is that right. you just showing that that right. image because you want clout? Right. It's rented, bro. That chain is right. rented. Right. And a lot of people don't understand that. Mm-hmm. Someone but, says, what about finding your clients once you've found your niche? Easy. Easy. I, I, this is my this is my opinion with that. Finding clients once you find your niche, you got to be so damn good. This is the way I did it. I wanted to be so damn good the clients came to me. I didn't want to go to the clients, but I even show you, I even give you different techniques that I use now to get clients. But, um, for photography, if you want to talk about photography, I, like I said, I wanted to be so damn good. And that's what happened. Monster energy came to me. I didn't go to monster energy. I love that story mm-hmm. too. And it's true. Probably, I know you probably been told on this podcast, mm-hmm. but I love this. I love the monster story. And that's the truth though. Yeah. Monster energy contacted me because they seen my work, you know, with other fighters, but first you got to market yourself network then you got to be your skill level has to be up to a par at a certain a certain uh a certain level i should say you don't got to be the best and that's another thing we want to talk about too but you don't have to be the best but um your skill level has to be a uh, uh 
uh, up to a certain part par for sure. I'm gonna that's what that. I say. I'm gonna add to that because um not even from a photography stamp, not even from a photography standpoint, bruh. Um, exactly everything Courtney said, but also sometimes because I feel like one thing I do preach: what's for you is for you, and nobody can take that from you. So your client will find you. Yes. Um, just be patient; your client will find you. But outside of that, um, definitely, bruh, put that pride aside. Sometimes we we live in a very social media age, and like with a saturated market like photography and modeling, sometimes it does take you reaching out to that client. They just don't know you exist. Right. You get your work up, work hard. Get um. You say you found your niche. I'm assuming that you um market your niche by posting or whatever the case may be. Be sure, like don't don't hesitate. Sometimes you can reach out and like, bro, I have. I'm gonna just say that I have gotten so much um bookings and just like been bookings from knowing somebody else or something like this just by starting the conversation like oh like something some, something simple as I don't your let's just say your niche is like candles um so you can reach out to who is the candle company I don't really know. Oh, whatever yeah yeah <laughs> like whatever the, like yeah. reach out to the candle company and have a whole but you have your shit together though yes and like a whole presentation like I I love this or whatever however you want to however you want to put that like I love this um, and I would love to be able to like market you guys and work, like work, bros. Especially when you're small, um, a lot of companies take respect to that, and they really will do it. But I love how you said like you kind of gave them some substance to use, Absolutely. not just like empty-handed. That's like bring something thing. to the yeah, table. Like, like just have your shit together. For sure. I know that that's really important for some, just anyone in general. Like in I know general. when I was even trying to do poetry, like if I wanted to reach out to someone, I'm like, hey, this is what my poem is called. This is what my book is going to be called. Like kind of come to them with like some substance so that they can or even want to help you yeah because i want to add a little more to it too um you got to start thinking it more in the business sense absolutely Mm -hmm. so when i i think this is why i think as well so whatever company that you're trying to work for how can you increase their value absolutely so how can in other words they're hiring you to make money off you Mm -hmm. how can you increase their sales so once you figure that out how you can increase their sales then that's what you present to them. Absolutely. Because at the end of the day, at these big companies who has the budget to to uh, to hire you, at the end of the day, they're throwing money at you to increase their sales. That's the only thing they care about, those numbers. That's it. That's it. And they also, don't give a fuck about your personality. Oh, they all. do. Of they course, do, they to do, work with do. you. Of course, to work with <laughs> yeah. you. If you are a headache, of course, they ain't going to fuck with you. At all. But I don't care if you're a headache, but you got enough value in that marketplace, they will deal with that headache. Absolutely. If you're bringing that much to the table, that's why I said you have, like, that's why I said you have to have your shit together. Mm-hmm. You need to have some kind of presentation. And you, what is their purpose of hiring you when they already got what you're offering? Absolutely. So they already got it. We good off you. Like, like right. we good. We got what we got going. We're good. So what are you bringing to the table? Like Exactly. So value. So this is what I do right now. I give you, the, I give you as my secrets what I do right now. Mm. So if I were to let's say Nike, let's say Nike, I want to shoot for Nike. Speak it out, speak it out. So <laughs> oh, I was shot for Nike. It's all good. I'm good for that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that boy had this shit over real quick like that. What? <laughs> Boom! No. Mic drop. Mic drop. Oh man, that's funny. No. So let's say if I want to shoot for Nike, right? So what? This is what I do now to get contracts. So I would, as in a, in a photographer standpoint, I don't know if you guys can take this in other industries. So what I do, like I say, I'll research that company, become very versed on that company, and see what they're lacking, and that how I can increase their sales. Mm-hmm. So let's say I'm a photographer. So what I would do, I'll look at it and I'm like, okay, they're missing missing some type of demographic in in the market, and how and I will go shoot that demographic, and I will get like 
10 of, 10 of the best pictures that I can shoot. I don't give a, I don't give a shit that you got to spend the money on an editor or retoucher to make those pictures dope. Right. Then I will present that to them. Like, hey, this is what you guys are missing. And this is how, this is how I can help you. And these are the photos here. And these are the photos that, that I can, uh, I'll present to you that I, how I can uh, boost your sales and, and whatever. Because at the end of the day, they care about that money, those Absolutely. numbers at the end of the day. And when you can speak numbers to a company, bro, they're hiring you every time. Absolutely. They're breaking bread all the time. Bro, that's facts. That margins, you, you can increase those margins, you're a guide to them. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're bringing value. Instead of talking, you're showing a tangible product and you're bringing value to them. And you're speaking their language. I need to. I need to. I mean, I need to charge y'all, man. God damn, man. I think you need to go ahead and invoice. Let's everybody. go. I'm gonna invoice everybody <laughs> on this live right, right now. Right now, like y'all get that. If you do that, as you're a photographer, whoever you are, if you do that, I guarantee you, if your work is legit, they will hire you. And that's what I mean. So, like you said, you don't know if you can relate that to a photography standpoint. I think that goes for this industry just in general. Like me, like I said, I don't shoot for like Instagram. So a lot of stuff that I shoot, like it'll be. It'll be like a whole planned out like um, shebang. But if it's something like Nike, I will shoot a whole spec Nike shoot. Like it cannot just be something like us just shooting, like just going to the no. Like it needs to be something that I can clearly see that they have not. You're done more yet. intentional. Yes, yes. Like they have not done yet, and that's something I can see that goes along with their branding. But just adding my own flair to it, because like you have to bring something to the table, mm -hmm. like um, and something that I could see like on a grand scale. No, it's not there yet. Right. But this is where my intentions are, are for it. So that's why I think that is just like more, um, you get more success out of doing stuff like that. For sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Bruh. Um, man, we're dropping some real heat right now. Man. Right. Oh man. <laughs> Y'all getting an invoice for real from me. Man. <laughs> yeah, man. So, uh, I want to talk about networking. Because I think networking, mm, that's um, a real good one. That's a big one. That's a huge that's one. Huge. huge. And huge. I didn't know how big this was until I was in the industry. So I like, for example, I seen other photographers get jobs with less skill set, but mm. their networking was stupid. Mm -hmm. And I didn't understand that. And I think that you don't, like I say, you don't have to be the best photographer in the world, but you got to have a certain skill set. But your networking can get you to another freaking level. Absolutely. It's all about who you know. All about who you know. But I also feel like it's important when networking to be genuine. Because I know even you, Trey, have Ooh. been around people who might are only just looking for that connection. And it really comes off that way. So, you know, my best advice is to when you go on set or go meet people or even go to an event and there's someone that, you know, is of status that you want to talk to, don't come kind of come at them with a, all right, I'm looking from this from you because th those vibes will creep off, like, yes. creep, you know, creep onto them. And it's like, um, I'm not really feeling you, but just just have genuine conversation and just be yourself. And I feel like that's when the most natural connection comes out to me absolutely um so that's usually when i'm on set you know i just talk you know don't don't really go in there looking for you know okay I'm, i gotta make sure i get this photographer's number and just be chill enjoy your enjoy your day be yourself also you know you know you can follow each other on instagram do that but i really really want to make it a point to don't go into it looking for something because those energies are very apparent in the room so i have a question um i want to bring it up again you guys did some big things like you, like I said, you guys fought, walked in fashion, uh, Paris fashion, fashion week, whatever it was, um, and that's pretty hard to get in that that uh, that circle. 
So you have to know someone. And I was going to say mm-hmm. that. that. There's a million trades out there. Literally. But oh, literally. But, and there's a million Amiras out there. <laughs> you guys are beautiful people. You know, you guys are uh, good at what you do. But what did you guys do to get to that level? I would say, like, it's like Amara was saying, it is off of a genuine mm-hmm. interaction. Interaction. Like, it's like a genuine connection. Because my, um, the main designer I walk for in, in Paris Fashion Week, I know him. I knew him. Yes, I had to audition again and all this and that. But just for me to get there, um, I already knew him. Like, I had already walked with him before. And it's just me being my... One thing Amara was saying about the genuine connection, just be yourself, mm-hmm. though. Like, mm-hmm. stop trying to be somebody else that you think can appease to them or whatever the case may be. It's literally just being yourself. And if they um, can respond to that mm-hmm. or they, like, feel good about or that... vibing with you. Yeah, then you'll get something from that. And that's just... Uh, it's going to happen naturally. But, like, you literally have to... Um, not really make your presence known, but because I don't want to say that because I think a lot of people start trying too hard, like make sure you stand out in the room, what the case <laughs> may be. But just like um, <laughs> one thing I'll say that I don't know how to really, maybe you guys can help me a little bit, but one thing um, that I do pride myself on, um, even if you forget my name, you won't forget me. Right. Even if you even if you forget my name, you will not forget me. Um, and that's just off any interaction. Like um, that's just, that's just the kind of energy I bring to any kind well, of conversation. I was just about to say that. That's mm-hmm. just the kind of energy yeah. I bring to any kind of like, any kind of interaction I have with anybody. But it also helps that you're a very upbeat person anyway. Yeah. And you like, I feel like I'm that way too. And I'm on set, like I'm very giggly and just yeah. super, you know, you know, energetic. But you're yourself. But I am myself. And mm-hmm. that's what I think is the most memorable part mm-hmm. of us. So, you know. Even when I'm tired though, like I think even, I t- it's, it's all because about you your love energy. what you do though. Yeah, and it's you like, know? it's like, um, like I said, like I, y'all, it's so crazy. Like I get like comments from people like all the time, like, um, like I'll meet somebody and then they'll be, a lot of something a lot of people don't know about me. I act, I'm actually an introvert. I'm an extroverted introvert. Mm-hmm. Um, people who know me for real know that. Mm-hmm. But if you met me outside, you'd be like, "Oh, dang, he's like super extroverted." No, no, you have a show. Yeah, I have <laughs> a show. I, I and I retreat back to it very often. But um, but something that I get a lot is people who are extremely introverted and they'll have an interaction with me. And even if it's not my best date, I promise you, it happens sometimes. They'll like they don't have like the words, um, in person. But then they'll message me after the fact, like, "Thank you so much." Like um. You just make me feel so good. I'm looking like, well, dang, all I said was hey, but like, <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, all I said was hey, but like, it's the kind of energy you bring to anybody. Absolutely. And then like, like when it, like to relate that to networking, when I meet it, when I meet a designer or anybody or anybody who I can work with, mm-hmm. literally, it's like, even if they don't feel like I meet the standard for that specific thing they're looking for, mm-hmm. they're going to remember me for something else. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. They're going to remember me for something else. Like, okay, so this might be, it might not be for this one, but absolutely, something else, he coming. Absolutely. And I, I would say that when I first met you guys, I, I feel like both of you, it was, it's both the same. They, it was that star when you guys were the be- the brightest star in the room for sure. And when, your energy was so pure. It wasn't like, you know, you meet some people. It's and not they, forced. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, you meet people and you can feel that. I can feel that energy and I can feel like, all right, this motherfucker running game on me. Opportunist. You know what I mean? I don't fuck with those Oh, hey, people. how you doing? Like, hey, man, ooh, you no. cool? Uh, mm. You can feel that energy, man. I'd yeah. be like, oh, bro, like, yeah, you cool. You seem cool. But there's something about you that's kind of making me uh, pump my brakes mm-hmm. and put a wall in front of you a Absolutely. little bit. It don't sit right with my spirit, bro. You know but, what I'm saying? But even, like, <laughs> but, even, but even still, when I met you, I actually was doing 
it was so funny. It just leads to poetry in this room for some reason. But right. I was doing a, a shoot for my website here. Mm-hmm. That's here. That's how I met you. And then um, we just kept in contact. We exchanged Instagram, you right. know, Instagrams and just kind of kept in touch. And I remember reaching out to you saying, you know, hey, you know, I would love to, um, you know, host my event, you know, at your studio. And right. I came at you like, you know, in a professional way. Like, what are your rates? You right. know, I'm not here. I know it's not going to be free. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, like, I kind of sure. came at you like, hey, you know, um, I love your student. I, I gave some respect to you based off, like, what you, you do. You know what I mean? And I think that that's important, too. Not just, like, oh, so since we had this interaction, like, you going to hook me up. Like, you know, like, right. you have to really Oof. respect the person's craft and, you know, their artwork and whatever they have, got you know, going. I think that even, like, made our you know interaction even more special because it's like okay dang she respect what i do she's not trying to out here hustle me just because i shot her before and it's like oh you the right. homie type of thing well so. yeah I, I i agree and i appreciate you for even coming supporting you know what i mean but i feel like when i met both of you guys i felt like the energy was so pure and it was like absolutely you wasn't bullshitting me mm-hmm. i could At feel all. it mm-hmm. you know I mean? you guys are like genuine and you guys like you said you're yourself you were just happy you weren't trying to be something that you weren't and one thing with me I'll meet you, but I keep tabs. All right, cool. Oh, he was cool. Trey was cool. Boom. All right. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to say how you treat other people. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Then I'm going to say how you, you act on social media. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say how, you know, everything. I'm going to keep tabs and I'm going to study. You know what I mean? Because Absolutely. then, because like I say, when that first initial meeting it was like, damn, this motherfucker was cool. Like these these people are hella cool people. Mm-hmm. So, of course, you want to, you know, before you trust somebody, you kind of want to do some research and, and see what they're about. But every time I met you and he came back, it was the same energy every and time. it was love and it was just pure and it was just, it was dope, man. And it's like I said, you guys were aliens to a lot of people that I meet. I'm here every day meeting all these uh, models and photographers and some cool ass people. Mm-hmm. But there's sometimes you meet these people and it's a different feeling. Different vibe, bro. Different vibe. You're in a different frequency. Absolutely. So- you know? And, then, and that's what I felt about you guys. And then on top of that, I seen the grind and the hustle. Hustling, grinding, grinding, and, and you in Paris, and you 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 were in fucking auditions with uh, uh was it um, uh, Tyra Banks and that type of shit. Then I seen you doing big things, and you know, on uh, Nike and Trey hitting, fucking shooting with uh uh, uh what's his name? What's that boy name? Oh Noah. Noah. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, man! Yeah, you guys man. are grinding every day, and wow. you and it's so funny. Then then it, I start feeling, and you, you inspire me. You know what I mean? That's what it is. Your grinds are inspiring me. I'm like, shit, I got to step my grind. I'm I'm right. over here being lazy as shit. Right. You know what I mean? So I, I, I like what you guys are doing, and I like what you what you represent, you know, and, and just keep going and keep doing your thing for sure. Bro, Appreciate I love it. That. That's dope, though. Appreciate I mean, that's the truth, though. That's the truth. I you know what I mean? You. Like, but you're doing nah, it, too. Right. Like, I'm like. But I feel like, just touch a little bit, go a little deeper since we're talking a lot. I'll say this. One thing that, um just to um, give people, like, a good standpoint one thing that I run into a lot just off that topic um, that I have a real big issue with um, are opportunists. Yeah. So I run into a lot of opportunists in um, in this industry in general. Like, um, I say this, like, for me personally, because I still see myself a certain way, bro, I don't have shit to offer you. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't have shit to offer you. I have nothing to offer you. And that's right. just, um, I know my worth. I do. I definitely do know my worth. And that's not something that I'm, like, shy about. Um, but when it comes to like, what do you, what do you, what do you, what are you here? Why are you actually here? Are you actually looking for a genuine, um, friendship or are you looking for like a genuine partnership or are you really just trying to get over on me? That leeches. And like when I, when I tell you, it's like a lot of times it's so fake and that's why I don't post 
people who do know me for real do know I have uh, a pretty vast network. Yes. <laughs> like a pretty a pretty vast network. I don't talk about my friends. I refuse to ride anybody, any one of my famous friends' coattails. I refuse any of that. Like what I, whatever I come out of life is gonna be from what I work for. Um, but like I have to figure out like when I meet somebody like I have to read their energy and I can read it pretty quickly too. Like right. what like what are you looking to achieve from this conversation? Because at this point, I, I you want something, mm-hmm. and what is it? Do you want like right. do you want me to, um, do you do, do you want me to call Courtney and get him to hook you up with a rate at the at the, at the studio? No, you book it yourself. <laughs> like that's nothing. That has nothing to do. So like it's like the opportunity mm-hmm. of like oh he knows him that he knows him, and I run into that a lot, and especially with like um. With models, mm-hmm. like they'll send me work with somebody. Oh dang! Like put me on. Like let me shoot with him. You might want to reach out to him and ask him for his rates. That's what right, you right. might. That's what you might want to do. Um, I don't know how to help you. Um, <laughs> um, at this point, and if and if, and I don't discuss that kind of stuff with people. Like especially strangers. Like a lot of t- if, if somebody hits me up, then they did that for me. Like right. they did that for me. They not. Right. <laughs> they don't even know you. Like yep, yep. so. That's that's it's like the opportunist game that. The motives are is constantly ran yep. in this industry. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. And the thing is, like you know, it's a, it's a crazy industry, man. You know, crazy. it's it's a, it's a lot of stuff you deal with. But um, when you're around the people who are are genuine, see the thing is, I keep, I try to keep my circle small. Ain't too many right. people I mess with. You know, I what know mean? a lot of people, but the people who I actually trust, very small. Yes. <laughs> And the thing is that, you know, I feel like, and I think it's true, you are who you hang around. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And the older I'm getting, I'm kind of I'm kind of realizing that. Like, I've known people for a long-ass time, and they ain't doing shit. So if I if you ain't doing shit, I can't be around you. Absolutely. You know what I mean? We're going to be cool. Birthday parties, kicking it, you know, other than that, go kick it at the bar when I when I'm, when I'm, want to go out and hang with my friends. But 90% of the time, I'm trying to hang around a specific, a specific uh, mindset. Not just anybody. Absolutely. Because like like you said, that energy, like how you grind, I want to grind like how you grinding. And if I see you grinding harder, you're going to inspire me. You're going to uplift me. You know, if not, you know. But you never know who you're inspiring by what you're posting True. and what you're doing. I'm sure there's many people out here that are seeing what you're doing and it's giving them hope. And, you know, that's, that's another true. thing, too. But that's I, true. I agree with that. I agree. I agree with that. But it's the reality of the situation. If you... um. If you constantly around ain't shit ass people, you become you're gonna become an ain't shit. Absolutely, like you go, you be, you're gonna become a higher level of ain't shit, but you're still gonna become an ain't shit. <laughs> like, uh, like if you, like listen, like it just let's just in lamest terms, if you, if you hang around broke ass people, you're gonna be broke. Absolutely, like you may be the most wealthy version of broke, but you're gonna be broke. Like, Absolutely, and that's just what it is. Like, it, like yes, um, your grind should constantly inspire people and you should constantly be inspired if you're actually trying to transform. I definitely think it's important to be around people who are definitely going to push you to the next level. I'm really big on that too. Absolutely. But But I also think your main circle. Oh yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. Absolutely. But I also think like, cause I know people that, that I'm also really, really cool with. And they just might be like in a funk, like, man, I just, Oh, for sure. You know, you could, you might be pushing them to do a little, you know, get a little, um, I'm not that. saying I'm not saying be bougie. You know <laughs> what I'm saying, and they say like you're better than anybody. You know what I mean? But I mean, yeah, for sure, they probably be in the funk. But if this motherfucker's here and coming every day making excuses about the same shit every day, it ain't nothing I can talk to you about. Literally. You know what I mean? I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna if I if I call you my friend, I'm gonna do everything I can to help you. Absolutely. But I can only help you. you can't you got to help yourself? You got to help yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So if you're not here trying to help yourself and you don't believe in yourself, what the hell can I do for you? Right. You know what I mean? So and then at the same time, you around those people who are like that, their energy is going to drag you down, man, after Bro, a while. That's what I was about to say. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm about to say. Like, it's only, 
like Jay Z said, um, yes, I changed. And it, that, that's just what it comes down to. No, yeah. I didn't change as a person. I am still that same person. I just think differently. I don't have time to be discussing the same shit I was discussing you six years ago. Yes. At a certain point in time, it just becomes you're literally forcing a friendship. That's just what it comes down to. At a mm-hmm. certain point, at a certain given time, you are literally forcing a friendship because at this point, you have nothing, nothing to relate to, but the past. Mm-hmm. So are you going back there or are you trying to move forward? If you're actually trying to move forward, you you have nothing to relate to with these same people. And that's just what it really comes down to for me. Let's go. Like, um, I definitely did not change. If anybody who knew me since before I modeled, like when they, I get it all the time. Like, that's why when I go home, I de- anybody who knows me, bro, I don't think I'm better than anybody. I can literally be the next homeless person on the side of the road. Like, that's just what, that's just really what it comes He'd down to. He'd be so dramatic. <laughs> that's what it is. Like, those, I guarantee those people never, that's, it sounds, I'm, a, I'm an extremist. So I guarantee those people who, they probably fell down on their luck. It just took one thing. A lot of, it, all of them aren't crazy. Right. It just took one thing and they just fall on their luck. That can happen to literally anybody. Yes. Um. So I'm no better than anybody. That can literally be me. Um. So, we're not going to speak that into existence. We not, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying it's going to be me. That, that could be. Um, that could be because, like. It's life. That's, that's just life. So I see myself as that same person, like the same little Trey who was raised on a farm. A lot of people don't know y'all. I was raised on I see myself as that same person who was raised on a farm. Um, but I just have different goals in life. I have ex- I have experienced different things. I see things differently. I want differently. Um, so if somebody who's still talking about that same thing, at a certain point in time, Bro, you kind of draining me a little bit because like <laughs> you kind of draining me a little bit, and I'm starting to like lack my drive or my passion. So you cannot be, you can be social, be cool, but I can't be hanging around with you because that energy gonna rub off on me. And you talking about you want a new job, bro? Just get a new damn job. Like it ain't, <laughs> it ain't that deep. One thing I have realized as, as an adult, if you broke, you want to be broke. Mm, that's just not absolutely. That's, that's if you broke, you want to be broke, and that sounds like a very Kanye way of life. Um, and I apologize for a lot of people who may take offense to that. Um, but if you've been broke for 12 years, baby, you want to be broke. Like, <laughs> you had 12 whole years to change it. Absolutely. Like, what are you talking about at this point? Bro. I am 28 years old. I have no time for that. Absolutely not. Like, we're good. I'm, I'm like, no. Like, and it's like, if you're doing the same thing over and over again, bro, change it. Like, yes, sir. And if you can't change it, why am I talking to you at this point? <laughs> you're pissing me off at this point, and now I want to fight. So now we can't talk for real. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> oh, Have a great life. Good luck to you. Absolutely. Bye. Hey, I'll pray for you. I pray, I'm going to pray for you every night at that. But I have nothing else to discuss with you. We're good. Hey, man, I love it. I love it, man. That's you. But you're 100% right, man. You're 100% right. There's nothing I can do for you. Like, at all. I'm going to support you. Uh, long, I'm going to carry as long as I can. But them, them arms are going to start getting heavy right. after a while. Right. You know what I mean? And when you start driving, drowning my en- drowning my energy... It's time to cut you loose. It's time to cut you loose. And it's I like, wish you the best. Out of respect. Out of respect for the both of us. Because if you really love me, you don't want that from me either. Absolutely not. Like, That's deep. Ooh, okay. No. Okay, Pastor Trey. You know, <laughs> you know, I can get deep when I start going. Pastor- but like, <laughs> <laughs> no, if you, if you really love me for real, if you actually want the best of me like you say you do, you don't want that from me. Because at this point, not. you realize, and I, that's that's for you to get your life together. And I'm going to definitely, I've done all I can do. Absolutely. I've done all I can do. Absolutely. So, yeah, man. It's, Keep that circle tight. Keep, that, Keep circle that circle tight. tight, man. And also, one thing I definitely want to say, um, one thing that I did learn, which I'm still working through, it's like the the power of three, whatever it's called. But there should be, oh, there should always be um, you 
somebody who's pulling you up and then somebody you're pulling up. Absolutely. So like it's like the it's it's it should always be that. And yes. it, that can change. That should change. It should not be the same people the whole entire time. It should always be that level of progression because like you're only gonna get further the the more you the more you learn and the more you grow. Mm-hmm. And also you're only gonna receive the more you give. So um if you're giving somebody knowledge or just um, mentorship or whatever the case may be, for you're sure. gonna constantly keep getting it. Like for sure. Mm-hmm. So that's like that's one thing I have learned that has carried me a lot. Yes, and I, I wanted to, I want to touch on that a little bit too because you're right about that. It's not about let's cutting everybody off around you. You do want to give back and, and do something bigger than yourself for 100%. sure. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's not like okay, I'm gonna look up and don't look back down. But with me, it's just like if I look down to help you, just be serious because I don't have time to play right. games. Right. That's the thing. So I'm gonna do whatever I can to help you. If I don't even know you, and if I see that you're serious, I'm gonna do everything, any, anything I can right. to help you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, in terms of people who's around me all the time on a regular basis, you gotta have, you gotta be a certain mindset. If not, my mindset is gonna be polluted with your mindset. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So if you're around me on a consistent basis all the time, even my if my chick, I don't care, I don't care who it is. If you're negative, I'm, it's gonna make me negative. Mm-hmm. Like me and my chick got in an argument this morning, and I was in a bad mood until shit one o'clock. Damn, yeah, <laughs> man, I understand it though. Well, not an argument. We just got into like a disagreement, but that's what I'm saying. She affects my day because you know she's around me twenty four all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that energy has to be a certain energy, or you have to be a certain mindset. You know what I mean? Because you are who you hang around. You Absolutely. know what I mean? And and that's the truth. And that's from just my like experience. real life because you do bleed into well you should you should definitely bleed into anybody who you care for absolutely and they, sh- and they should like bleed into you as well mm-hmm. so i'm not talking about those those frivolous friends or whatever the case may be right like, if you somebody you, like you said that's constantly around you right you should definitely be getting something from them and they should for be sure. getting something from you like it should be a back and forth situation like even if it's not even if y'all in um complete different career fields even yeah. if y'all in complete different career fields, like the fact that the drive or like the the yearn or like the want or like the need, it just has it has to be like there. If it's not there at all, then um, you know what I'm really big on. What's that? Is support. True. The people that support. supporting you doing Absolutely. what you're doing because there's a lot of people that you think that you're they supporting you, but they're really not, or they're just waiting for that. For that blow up or whatever. That's a little bit more deep because <laughs> there is support and then there's like fake support and like real support. No, I, you know who your <laughs> yeah. real ones are. Exactly. Trust me. You definitely do. Yeah, but you'll know when you when you when you crash. That's how you know your real <laughs> exactly. ones are. Where they at? Yes. But even like even just when you're trying to like, you know, like say my goal was to, you know, have the next book. Having friends that's like sending me like links or like, hey, yeah. you know, I, those are people that, you know, you're you're yeah. actually pouring into what I'm trying to do. And you're right. not just like sitting there, wait, you know, waiting, waiting and watching yeah. and, or not really saying too much of nothing when I post or, or right. you know, or even just saying congratulations when I, you something. know, something. Just, it's the little things that that people that, sh- you know, your close people should be doing, I think, is when you, you you'll peep it. You'll know. Let me, let me tell you what, what messes my mind up. Like, like I, I don't Uh-oh. like talking to a lot of people. Because of this, I feel like people are around you because they can benefit some way from you, and they try to be friends with you, because they'll they'll do something, and they'll wait 
until you know because they're gonna want something um, in return from you oh, so absolutely. they'll be they'll give you something or be cool with you or help you out but in return they want something oh absolutely that's i can't stand that bro, bro i have that i can't so stand often. that i can't stand that that's like the biggest yeah. thing to me so it's you I'm, in I'm, LA. I know you. I, are. Oh yeah. Like, Listen, I got the stories for I'm you. Su- I'm super weird with that. You know what I mean? I don't like people giving me anything, like yeah. even gifts. I don't want you. I'm weird, and people. I, I'm telling. I know people who want to give me gifts, and I'd be like, "No, nah, I'm good. I appreciate you, but uh, I know it sounds rude, but I'm so I'm like scarred because I know you're gonna want something in return, and Absolutely. it's not everybody. It's not everybody, but that's my. I'm just scarred in that way because when I I. I give somebody when somebody gives me something, it's always going to be, hey man, I gave you that. Can you? Absolutely. I'm gonna need this. Absolutely. Can I get this? I, I can't stand that. That's a level of trauma. That I, oh, go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say that. Um, I was just talking to you about this earlier, but like, if there's people that in your circle, not necessarily that are in your close circle, but you thought were in your circle that are not supporting you or you know pouring into you the way that you thought they should. I try to like not take offense because you almost start focusing so much on that than it is what you do. You know, right. the, the most important part of you being who the best version of yourself, you know? So if they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing as a friend, that's your answer right there. And I don't right. think, you know, if now if the relationship is like really, really strong, you might want to like say something like, Hey, you know, you know I have a question for you. Then. Yeah. But if it's, if it's someone that's not really your close, close friends or family and they're not really supporting you, I mean, you got to do what you got to do and kind right. of push to the side, you know? I got a question for both of you guys. Yes. Mm. How many people would you say are truly or genuinely your friends? Like real, ride or die. This this person's real. Is this rid- including family or this is just friends? Friends. Okay. I was, was going to say that. That's my next thing. But I feel like the only people really, really down for you is your family. I was gonna say that because a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't know. Um, I live with my family. I convinced my family to move here. Oh, nice! So, so like, uh, wow. So my my friends are my family. Um, uh, well, but friends though, outside of your family, how many friends I, you say like hardcore, like ride or die, they would do anything for me? I got friends. a solid four. That's pretty high. This is gonna throw That's you good. off. If I had to count, I'm trying to count them in my head. <laughs> this is gonna throw you off. I would say people who would literally lay their life online who are not related to me in any aspect at all. I want to say somewhere like a good eight. Damn, like that's a, good. A, a good yeah. eight to ten. Like that's I, good. I would say a good eight to ten. Now, will I do the same? I'm just, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I say a good four to five. I'm just like, playing. I'm that's just playing. good. No, I'll say a good eight to ten. But that's only because I have lived a life. Like, I have lived other places. So, like, that I see on a day. Now, the ones who I see on a day-to-day basis who are, like, legitimately. I still talk to them, like, every day, though. Because, like, uh, like some of so them. What, so, Trey, I'm saying that if you didn't have nothing, you have nothing to offer them, will they still be there? Yes. That's what I'm asking you guys. Yes. The How many people? Okay, now if we saying that, that's a little different because that's I have, what I mean. I have a lot of friends that I know that would, but I'm, I'm, you talking about I, support or you just talking about like if I just needed anything in general, like, like I, I, I feel like that's all the same. I'm about to say, I, I, I see what you're going. So like, if I had nothing to offer them and I was just out here, not homeless or nothing like that, but just like if I was just me without any of the accolades or anything right. in general, if right. I was just me, who would be down there? Yeah, I would still say. The same ones because so eight people. I say five. Awesome, that's crazy. I say the same exact ones because 
they have known me. I take it back. Six. I, 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 I just, I just want to say. I just, I just counted it. I just actually counted in my head, like for real, for real. Um, I'll say a good six that are not related to me at all. Wow. Mm-hmm. Because they have all these six specifically. It could be more. These ones specifically have been there with me. Um, not all of them before, like, but for the most part, before Marlon started, but not only that, they have been with me through the struggles. Yes. Uh, through the struggles of. That's the, what I'm talking about. And that's where I'm at with it. I, I said, I'm like, kind of, as I said, between four to five, because that's. Literally. That's wow. I'm like, mm-hmm. it's, they've been. I'm impressed. Me. And because I, I'm not, people think I post a good bit on social media. I really don't. Like, if people who know me for real, if I really posted what my life really is, I would have been blown up like a long been blown up right but like the ones because so when i'm going through something i don't tell nobody mm. but the ones who have been with me through the shit and who i can count on um so in between six to eight people like for in you between six to eight people wow. between four to six, five. Oh, six oh that's to pretty eight good eight mm-hmm. but i also i also live in the reality that um this is going to sound very dramatic and very extreme um just because like i am the cutoff king um, I, I, <laughs> he really no, is. She, she we really. just had this conversation I have, earlier. People, really? I, people yes. I have known for my entire life, I will cut them off without a question of a shadow of a doubt. Damn. And they would not think twice of it. It's just very easy for me to do. That's wow. just what it is. Um, completely, I, completely. Calm. Yes. Never, literally never existed, yes. never existed in my Listen mind. Listen to me when I tell you. Yes. <laughs> literally. Wow. <laughs> easy. It's like, it's like the easiest thing for me to do. Oh, um, shit. It's scary. It's kind of crazy. But, um, <laughs> But it is what it is only because I live in the reality that we are all humans. Yeah, absolutely. And we all go through shit. So whatever it is, we just, we just, our lives don't align anymore. Yeah. That's just what it is. And that's just, that I have no hard feelings. It could have never even been a falling out. We just don't align anymore. And it's Damn. Crazy. Even all those good times, all emotions, good times, nothing, thing, you just cut thing, them loose. Gone. Like there will all, the thing about it is there will always be, there will always be memories. There will always be memories. And that's what it's going to have to be. Ooh, that boy cool. Hoping. But like yeah. the thing about it is, it will never get there if we just stay if we just stay copacetic True. the whole time. Like it's, True. it's. I will say. How about you? I will tell you this, Trey, and I'm like, I'm <laughs> too. I will say this: before I built this studio, I had a whole lot of fucking friends. Wow. You know, I had no, the we money. Talked about that. We did. We did. I forgot we did. about that. We talked about that. That shit taught, bro. It taught. It changed my life. And I learned so much through the struggle. So before I built the studio, I was working for Monster. I quit. A lot of, you know, drama and shit, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. I had to quit. I just quit. Then me and my chick, we lost everything. Sold a house, cars, Range Rovers, Gone. lavish shit, lavish lifestyle. And we actually slept in the front here, in the, in the front uh, front office. Phone went from blowing up to nothing. Silent. Bro, I could have turned my phone off for a good Good year. <laughs> Nobody would have known. Nobody would have known. And that shit taught me a lot, man. That taught me a lot. Only people who was there for me, like when I was at one, I was at the bottom, 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 bottom of my life. Maybe one or two people right. in my family. Maybe, maybe one or two. So now I know the truth. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I looked at it, it was like, okay, it was just cutting the grass. Now I know who's down for me, who's not down for right. me. You know what I mean? So it was. Yeah. Just, I would say there's one or two people like I could have counted on. You know, other than that was my family. It taught me that. Like, these people who were, because then I had nothing to offer them. Mm-hmm. Zero. You, I couldn't do shit for you. 
but you were still there. I was broke, you know what I mean? Make, I was make, barely making money, open the studio, spent all my money, open this thing up. So I exhausted all my, uh, my, my, my capital. So I was broke, broke. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So um, and when you're at the, at, at the bottom of the bottom of your life, then you see who's really down for you. Absolutely. And that showed me that those people who are really important in my life is my family cause, and, and a couple friends because everybody else didn't give a shit. Bro. But look where you're at now. You know what I mean? So that's why I kind of value these relationships. When I meet cool p- p- people like you, it's important to me because it's like, it's 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 genuine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You don't come here, you make shit. We, we kick it. We like, won't see each other all the time, but it's a mutual respect. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Exactly. I don't have to see you all the time, but it's, like, you know how it is. But you got to you gotta keep those people, uh, people like that around you, you know what I mean? because those are the people who are going to be there for you. But all those other people don't give. That's all. It's all fluff. Absolutely. It's all fluff. One thing I definitely learned from that, though, um, how my thinking back, like these people who I'm thinking about in my head to this day, they never wanted anything from me. Oh, that's nice. So, like, that it's, I, I feel the same. I'm about to say, it starts there. Like, um, like, like, I'm sitting here thinking, I'm looking like, they never wanted nothing from me in the first place. And to this day, they've never, obviously, we've been through life, so they've, I won't say they got things from me, but like, we have exchanged like there's been like things that happen like we help each other out whatever the case right. may be like indifferent like downfalls whatever the case may be so we've definitely gotten things from it i guess you can say but as far as like the initiation of the friendship and why it has um lasted this long is because they never really wanted anything from me it was always want, genuine it was from the always first genuine from the, from wow. the very beginning and it's, but i say it's very easy for me to read people i, I agree with that well I, I, at the same time i feel like you guys got likable uh, uh, characters, you know, what I mean, like you guys are likable people. But I think what it is with me and Trey, we read people yeah. Yeah. all the time. We can be right. likable all day long, but yeah. like that actually is like a more so of a downfall. Oh, than right. anything. really? Right. Yeah, yes. it's really because it because it, it also it when it what happens is you attract so many people, Easy. but then you also have to get rid of some mm-hmm. of those people. Too. Wow, you gotta okay. like feed through that all like mm-hmm. like. We Clock have to work. feed through that. Like, wow, yeah. that's like, crazy. We're, we're very likable, so people are always attracted to me, and like, mm-hmm. like uh, always attracted to us. Like, I guarantee you, like, it's wild. But you gotta be like, okay, so like somebody who isn't as likable, don't have to, they don't have to go through this. Yeah, nobody, nobody liked them in the first place. Wow, so, <laughs> they don't have to go through this. But like somebody, like somebody who is likable, it's great, and it's, it's but definitely that all, more that all goes back to energy. It all know? goes back to energy. The energy that you bring. That's true. I got a question for you. Yes. This is a good one. Hear me out, okay? Hear me out. You're a very attractive woman. Striking, right? When somebody sees you, it's like, oh, shit, right? (laughs) You're one of those girls. Goddess. (laughs) Would you say your looks got you further in your career if you was vice versa, if you were ugly? You know what's so crazy? People ask me that. And first of all, thank you for your compliment. But... I almost feel like that's like a compliment, but also in a sense not because it's almost That's what I say. Hear me out. Yeah, yeah. I understand what you're saying, but I'm just saying when people ask me that in general, it's like, because what if I was not attractive, but I still put in good work and I still, you know. Well, we know that you put in work. But do you feel? Do you feel? Honestly, I still think if I'm putting in the effort that I am in now, yes. Would it be Would it be hard? Okay, maybe a little bit, but I'm not saying that it could never happen for me. I'm not going to speak that on me. Well, we know we know you go we know you go in. 
So but, we know you're going. In general, like what you're saying, like what do I think I couldn't be where I am today if I no? Would listen. Not, so I break it down a little. I break it down a little, a little further. So you've been a. I don't care if you're a guy or a girl. When you're attractive on a different level, I feel like it brings some a couple of little extra opportunities because you're not sore on the eye. You're eye candy. How about I answer? Everybody wants to be around pretty people. I'll say that. Has it helped? Yes, but I think what I'm getting at is that. I'm more so looking at the, not so much the looks of it. I'm more so looking at what I'm bringing to the table as just oh, me absolutely. as a person. Absolutely. I think absolutely. that's where I'm going with it, but right. would it be harder? It could be. Absolutely. Absolutely, I agree with I'll that. I'll say this. I'll say this, and um, it's going to expose a lot. So. This is I, a good topic. This is a okay. great topic. This is a great topic, and it's going to expose a lot. Um, For me personally, I, this is, Hear me out. <laughs> Hear me out. I don't I think it. I look like shit. Of course. I have always been confident in my looks. I honestly never knew I was a quote unquote attractive until I moved to LA where it became a thing. I've right. always been very confident. How I, look. I never knew I was considered taller when it until I moved to California. I've always been my my brother's the same height. We, we like it's all it's nothing I, I never thought about. I'm right. just confident in that. But one thing I have realized. Um, and it's not something that I'm like banking on is the fact that a lot of photographers, I come across as mysterious. Mm. I come across as a mistake. A lot of people can't look at me and figure me out. And, um, the reason why I say I'm going to go into this topic, cause I do, I do 100% feel like I have gotten a lot of work based off my looks and based off, they don't know what my sexuality is. Right. right. Like, and that's just like a real one. Like a photographer in LA, in LA and San wow. Diego too. In right. San Diego too. They'll like figure it out. I'm like, like, um, like it'll be a photographer, and I'm looking like, minus whatever your sexual preference is, I don't care. Like if your work is dope, that's dope. Absolutely. Um, but some photographers will hook me up because they think I'm gay, and I'm like, um, I'm a just. I'm um, a uh, piggyback off of that. Okay. When you speak on that, I do feel like those particular jobs where they want a specific look. Mm. That's what that, I think he's talking about. Okay, so mm. in that, right, right. in that, yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I thought you meant like in general, but no. because some jobs they may not are looking for. Like a lot of commercial work, they're not looking for the top, like, Absolutely you know not, what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. But for certain jobs, I can agree. I do think, because I, I have what they call like an ethnically ambiguous yeah. look. Well, I mean, we so know I, your grind is there, though. Yeah, that, yeah that's but I, but I you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, some, a doubt. Right. some of those jobs that do, re, you know, request those types of models, I do feel in a sense that mm. that has helped yeah. because I mm. they don't know what race I am. So, so yeah. Damn, that's, that's crazy. That's just like, that's just like real. And, for me personally, that and um, like looks, I'm like like oh y'all, especially when I post like a workout situation or something without my shirt on, right, right. it's like, do I think that definitely gives them a whole different like idea? Mm. One hundred, ten thousand, a million percent. Okay, and I I respect myself <clears throat> enough to know um, if this bag. <laughs> it's right. I'm gonna do it. Like if I, it's if it's not going against my character or, absolutely. My, moral, or my moral code, if you want to book me, let them know. And, and like as a as a model, I say this with 100 full confidence. Um, I am 100 comfortable, and I am aware that there are just weirdos out here, and they're gonna do whatever they want to do yes. with that. Like, they're gonna do whatever they want to do with that. I can't stop that. Like, right. but I'm not about to just freely give them anything that to go off that but as far as like my work and my work ethic i'm gonna let it i'm gonna let it speak for itself let's go and that's just what is that's just what's gonna happen with that we already know that we like i said we already know where you guys go 
you know, yeah. we we know you guys go hard. But that was a, it, that was a struggle I had at the beginning. Wow. That was a very, that was a major struggle I had at the beginning because like I mean like you go into these like things and you you start when you a specific niche or whatever the case may be like say if I'm starting posting like um, more I don't want to say sexual but like more. Um, I don't know, like more body stuff. Yeah, yeah. And you start getting booked for more body stuff. And like at the beginning, that was a situation because I used to be a little bit more. Um, I had to, I, I had to get down to the size that I am right now. I used to be a lot more like swole, right, and like stuff like that. And I realized these like fitness photographers, bro, like they, they shoot me for a whole nother. We have whole different mindsets. Like I thought they shoot me because they want to help my portfolio. No, they mm. shoot me because they think I look good. Like I was like. It, it was it was very weird for me at the beginning, mm. but like and when I say it was a major struggle for me at the beginning. But then I got to the point where now I'm comfortable. Like, listen, I'm gonna do what I came to do. I'm gonna get what I came to get from it, and you gonna do what you gonna do with it. And that's just what. Gotcha. It is. Yeah. You just, I just disassociate myself with that. Absolutely. And <clears throat> yeah. Right. Well, I seen y'all on top of top of posters and 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 Instagram ads. I was like, oh shit, that's straight. Even you too as well. <laughs> so a good question. Another question. We're almost done. Right, this is a good conversation. I'm trying to keep it going because I got some good ideas. Listen, man, good I stuff. Like so we, you, us being black, African American, have you guys had any struggles in this oh. industry because you're black? Do you think it's harder because you're black? Or is that an excuse? I'm going to go first because oh. I feel like I'm on two sides of the spectrum where it's like not black enough, but Mm. You know what I mean? So, um, interesting. The racial, the I'm sorry, the ethnically ambiguous, um, that whole thing, I feel like, yes, has helped, but I've also not booked jobs for being considered African American. What? So, um, not all the time, but that has happened to me. And, um, Sometimes it's alarming, I guess, when people think that I only book jobs, I guess. That's why when you ask me that question, it's like, I don't want to just completely just say, do I book all the jobs because of just that? Because there's certain jobs where it has nothing to do with mm -hmm. looks. It just goes off of like, can I run? How mm -hmm. high can I jump type right. of thing? Absolutely. But um, there are jobs where I do feel like that has happened to me. Would um, you say, would you say it's ha harder? Have you, you say, would you say it's harder because you're black? Um, it just depends on the client. I'm being just completely honest, um, but I do feel that way. Really? Sometimes, yes. Interesting. It's Interesting. Way harder. Yeah, I definitely feel it's that way. Really? Way yeah. harder. When I tell you, that was something I struggled with at the beginning. Mm -hmm. It's something I guess I'm still currently like not really struggling with. I just don't really give a damn that much anymore. Like, um, if you want me, you want me. That's just what it's gonna come down to at the end. Absolutely. Of the day. But um, that is a major struggle because when it comes to, like these agencies, you can have this, that, mm -hmm. and the third but not get it. And you go look on their board, it is the same 10 versions of Connor. Damn, how many Connors you want? <laughs> like, I am sick of it. Like, it's like the same exact person. And then to go, like, it's like, it's it's so much harder. And that's like something I can speak on like yeah. crazy. Cause that's one reason why I left San Diego. Wow. That is one of the major, there is, hear me out. There ain't no culture here. I'm sorry, I'm from the East Coast. I'm from South Carolina. I came here, deficit. Um, gone. It's I'm out of here. Deficit. Gone. I'm tired of the beach culture. That is not. <laughs> it is what it is. Can't relate to it. I'm out of here. But even with them, have, you know, requesting that, you mm -hmm. know, specific, you know, whatever they're looking for, I feel like sometimes it's like, oh, we already have one, so that's literally enough. that's what I'm that's saying. Enough. You that's know what, what I mean? So that ha that has happened many, many, many really? times. Really? They'll have ten versions of Connor. 
What is one? But not, don't even don't don't even think about the roster though. I'm talking about just that's on the call sheet. <laughs> uh, that's what I mean. Just, just to get, but that's what I'm saying. Just to get to that call yeah. sheet, the roster matters. Oh yeah. Like, no way. There's ten Connors. What will one trade hurt your life? No, we already have your look. Bro, man, over there don't look nothing like me. I actually got told don't look no a because damn thing like me. <laughs> I already told. I was told no because they already have someone that's light skinned with green eyes. Literally. Literally. No. Yes. Mm -hmm. Literally. But and be curly like, hair. So. Literally. And there's only like one, one. on the roster. And like one, maybe one has curly Literally. hair and one has an afro. And I'm so not like. I'm not about Stop, to blacklist man. anything. But Stop. I remember when that happened to her specifically, yeah. and I was like, "What the fuck?" But I, um, that's one reason why I told you I left San Diego because I real I realized. I was that token, and I do not approve of tokenism. Like I, I am, I am the one. <laughs> I don't. I, I, I am the one that they already have. That they would tell people they already have. Like, oh, we already have this look. I became that one that they already had. No. I don't. I don't like that. So I literally. That's one reason why I left. So, bro. So, so you're saying that in this industry, they just want. They just need that that black guy, that token black guy, and that's all they need. That's all they need. So they don't even care about you really. I mean, of course, you got to be good at what you do. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? You got to be that the best token, I guess. Yeah, literally. <laughs> if you're going to get no that. No way. And, that's, and I don't approve of that. So that's one reason why. So I'm all like, these black people is competing for well, that one job. Literally. And that's why it's a crabs in the bucket situation. No. It's literally, it's literally. Stop, man. Literally. Like, it's. So that's why now I'm, like, very way more specific on what I do. Like, um, if it's oh a campaign, God. I'm going to need it to be, like, um. If it's a whole group of people, why am I the only one here? Yeah. I'm gonna bring it up, and it's like I'm at that point in my career now where I don't feel I feel like it will hurt me more than it'll help me, but I'm gonna still say it because I feel like it needs to be said. Um, you would say that to the agency and stuff. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Or, you, so you're not scared that it will hurt your chances of making money, bro? I just got dropped from my agency. Let's go ahead and speak that. I just got dropped before wow. Christmas. I, and I yeah. has it hurt my bank account? No. Um, <laughs> I just bought a new range. Y'all got me. <laughs> I got me fucked up, <laughs> but I will say that I say that with all. I love it. I say that with all confidence. It it can hurt, um, but I stand ten toes down on what I believe in. Right, and I cannot be out here support like preaching Black Lives Matter, all this and that, and what I stand for, and be all hurt by something. But when one thing benefits me, benefits me, but um, tarnishes my culture, I go for it. No, that mm -hmm. is not that. That's a listen, sucker. That's that, a sucker. That's a sucker. If you ask me, and yeah. I think that's really important to not take certain like i've declined certain jobs literally really yeah literally. like i'm if it does not portray me or like you know what i stand for in the best light that's what i'm, I'm saying. just like no wow. I'm okay it's not worth the respectfully the money decline I, I think if we can come together as a culture especially black people and stand mm -hmm. on like you said stand 10 toes toes down bro i think we can do it's, some damage for sure do some freaking damage and then like even when it comes to one thing i want to speak on what i'm not gonna get too deep into it's the colorism in the industry in general. Okay, so like a lot of people don't know me because my Instagram, it's oh, it's always very interesting to me. Interesting to me, and I'm pretty sure I'm all related to this, to see how other people see you. Mm. Um, mm. As a model, when a photographer shoots you, it's so interesting to me how mm. I'm the same exact person, mm -hmm. but I look this way to you, I look this way to you. Mm -hmm. mm. So one issue that a lot of people run into, they don't really know what my skin tone is. They don't really know what my skin tone is because like some model might portray me oh looking darker God. Yeah. Or there's because that just goes great with their aesthetic and they kind of see me as like super darker, but I'm brown skin. So like um, and then some some models and sometimes they be black and all of a sudden and then, and then like I'll be wow. super light skin looking. I'm mm -hmm. looking like I'm not that. Mm -hmm. So one thing in this industry that's very interesting to me is the fact that because I'm brown skin, a lot of places, a lot of um, jobs, they only see me as lifestyle. That's all brown skins can do. Like so it's very it's very like when it's come like high fashion. You either got to be light skin or like super duper dark skin. 
it's like just think about it. It's like if you can literally count them on one hand, like super high fashion um, models. They're not very many brown skin ones. It's because that's that box that they have put us in. Mm-hmm. Wow. But I, it's the box that they have put us in. But I'm like, I feel as though if we stand ten toes down mm-hmm. on the fact that no, we can do anything we want to do. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't have to get with it. Listen, just because you see this person, this person, this person. Listen, I know a lot of black surfers. Mm-hmm. Why y'all ain't got a black surfer on that um <laughs> campaign? Right. Figure well, it out. Well, I will say. It's because a lot of a lot of black people is not probably buying surfboards. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's when I get I get that one hundred. Right. I get that one hundred percent. But it's the representation that matters to me. Mm-hmm. Right. Th- the diversity. It's the diversity. It's the representation like of it all. Like, listen, that is still something very. I gotta um. To be fair though, to be fair, I mean, if I was if I was on that company, I don't know if I would put a black person because I, that's not my demographic of people who I'm trying to. That's. Make money off of which I which I understand that, but all I'm saying is it's just so very funny to me how say if it's a surfboard campaign and it's like ten people in the water, where they at? Yeah, where they? They're what, have, you know, what, basically, what, you're saying there needs to be some kind of representation well, what, for why, that one black. Why would it hurt? Like, why would it hurt? It would literally. It would. <clears throat> it would not hurt anything. Mm-hmm. It would not hurt anything. Mm-hmm. Like it, and not only one. If it's ten in the, I mean, y'all throw more than one in there, and it's like it's like it's so crazy because like. I think that, like, listen, y'all know I've been all over the world. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's like so many people do so many different things. And, like, it's the representation of it that makes it so real to me. I'm looking like, bro, like, I know, and I know, some, I know, I do, literally know a couple black surfers. And they, and they say it, like, yeah, like, I'll never see me on that. Like, why? Man, why? It's crazy, though. Why? Mm-hmm. Because, like, it's like, it's something that, because there are people that do literally i'm looking like bro what would it hurt putting one person there mm-hmm. and you've done the same campaign for twenty thousand years True. what would one hurt True. like we just got our first like i'm never mind i'm gonna go to that but like, <laughs> we go to that. But like literally what would it hurt like you've done the same exact campaign with the same exact brett brad connor same they look the same they look the same <laughs> it's it look it's we get it like do something else. Change it up. I feel do, you. do one more thing. And that's when I say that. Like, I say this. I literally just shot. I haven't dropped it. Um, I did post a couple snippets on my thing with me surfing. And I literally asked. I was like, does this look realistic? And it's like, I don't surf, but I'm an actor. And I can make it whatever happen. Work. Okay. <laughs> okay. He said, I'm a professional. I'm a professional. Let's go. Um, and I did it. And the commercial came out dope as hell. Like, I was dope. like, so it's going to come out soon. And I don't even surf, but I literally go in the water and you see that. And that's pretty much it. But I think get, I've seen that. You get the idea. So, yeah. Uh, so I'm like, it's so, that's just like such, that's just like where I'm at with it. And like, I got, I'm looking like, bro, like I appreciated, I appreciated that booking so much. And I'm looking, he was like, yeah, that's what I pushed. And like the person who booked me that job, he was like, I didn't, I, he pushed me first. Mm. I did not get it. Mm. I did, I did not get it. He was wow. like, there was like, um, there was like my hair, is, I have too much hair. Literally. That's what it came mm. down Stop, to. Bro. It was like, I have too much hair. Um, and, but this white man pushed it and that's like, it. He pushed it. He was like, um, no, I think this this could be a good look for you. Bro, they loved it. That's crazy. Loved it. Like, came out. And I'm looking like, bro. You're marketable. Like, and, but that's what I'm saying. Like, do it more often, people. Absolutely. Like, it's, do it more often. You like, absolutely. You don't know what we can do. Yep. Absolutely. Like, 100% like it's, right. It's so wild. I will say this, too. Like, in San Diego, that, I shot a soccer commercial. I've never played soccer a day in my life. I think I remember that. I remember yeah. that commercial. Yeah, that was I had, never played, I had never played soccer a day in my life. But they really... Like I said, what's for you is for you. I literally declined that job and everything. Said I'm good, all this, all this and that. But I shot it. It went crazy, first of all. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it might actually still be gone, which is wild to me. I'm like, what the hell? Mm. But um, 
that's something you don't see. Mm-hmm. And I have not seen it ever again since then. And that's never, a lot of black soccer players. Literally, I'm looking like, bro, mm-hmm. why is that not being marketed? Like, yep. Even yep. go to these so other countries, bro, shit, man. It's, I, went, I went to Africa and asked they want to play football. They was like, yeah, and I'm dead ass. I, they, no, they, they soccer. Said, they was like, they was like, it would probably go, um, I forgot whatever they called it, to, the, to play football. And I'm thinking like, I was like, oh, damn, I can play. They were talking about soccer, bro. Yeah. And I'm like, I have never played that in my life. I have never played that. And they were all black. Like, yeah. you know, like they were all black. I'm like, they get it in. I was like, bro, this is a regular thing. that, And it's just, I'm just saying that, like, in general. Like, as a, as a model in America, um, in Southern California in general, we do have to work a little bit harder. And yep. that's just what it is. Yep. I, 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 have to, I have to agree with it. You know what I mean? That's crazy, though. It's crazy to still, we still have to do that. It's not, you know, it's still segregated. We're not segregated. It's, we're still behind, I should say, a little bit. Right. But it's crazy. And we can't be regular. We have to be, the, we have to be perfect. We have to be. We have to be perfect. We can't, a little harder. We have to be, listen, you yeah. can't, you don't mess up. Yeah. Are don't, you done? Don't say one word, one wrong word. Night, night. Mm-hmm. Gone. That's why I quit Monster. Blacklist. That's why I quit, quit Monster. Absolutely. But um, this is the the last segment. And uh, this segment of the podcast we call, we're bringing to the congregation. So Ooh. that means the Hindle congregation. So that means we want to hear some crazy stories that you guys have. Do you guys have any juicy, crazy stories that mm. you experienced in this industry that you want to share? I say. If you don't, totally understand. I'll say an inspiring story. Okay. I, we'll go with that. I'll say that because, we'll you know, I'm um, professional. But like <laughs> I'm professional. I'm not about to throw myself on yeah. the bus. Don't mean don't mean don't you Absolutely. can't say names. There's yeah. rules to it. You can't say names, Absolutely. don't out anybody. I'll say this. Um only because I think it just goes on brand with what I with what I say. Um what's for you is absolutely for you. Um so there's been a couple times where I'll have like a big campaign mm-hmm. and I'll almost go ahead and count myself out before it happened because I'm um I'm always I'm always work hard on whatever case may be, but as a human, we all have that subconscious that's like For sure this like just give up like pretty much that situation um and one of my biggest campaigns to date um is my amazon campaign and when i tell you that campaign um i literally almost i almost like messed myself up with that like when i tell you so bad what happened um first of all i was signed to a different agency at the time um and randomly on la castings actually Another agency randomly hit, randomly emailed. I had never got a uh, email. Like I get like emails and stuff like that, like from LA Cassins all the time. But like um, another agency emailed me, and I get spam all the time. So mm-hmm. it's like it's like really easy for me to cipher through spam. But this one definitely seemed legit. Um, and I was like, okay, so clearly I really I did my research, realized it was legit. But it was like um, pretty much telling me that they came across me. Like Mara said, you never know who's watching. Mm-hmm. Um, they came across me. They love um. Everything about me, literally, mm-hmm. um, love, personality, everything, and it was like we think you would be great for this campaign. Mind you, they have this whole roster, and that ag- and that agency at the time had a huge roster. They mm-hmm. still have a huge roster, mm-hmm. um, but it was like well, we think you would be great, so we would love to um, send you in, and um, you audition for this client. I didn't know who the client was. We, you audition for this client on our behalf, mm-hmm. and it was like we don't know if you know what that means, but. How I carry myself, I'm very professional. And that's one thing that is major to any career. Um, how you get, how you are approached almost is based off how you carry yourself. True. Mm-hmm. And that's almost based off how you carry yourself. So they already approached me like, let me see. if And I was, and I told them, I was like, oh, yeah, like I, I definitely understand. So that way you get your percentage if I do get booked for the job. And they was like, oh, and they respected that so much higher. Um, fast forward. They kept, they kept pushing the, um, 
they kept pushing the audition back. So at this point, I'm like fed up with it. And then they wouldn't give me who the client was. Mm -hmm. So I was like over it. I was like, whatever the case may be. But I had a book to a trip book to Mexico, went to Mexico, came back sick as a dog, Mm. sick as a dog. When I tell you and they finally tell me um, that your audition is like in two days or whatever. No, sick as a dog. So I was like, oh, yeah, I can't get out of bed. Like um, at this point, like I was like, dang, did I go down to Mexico and catch something for real? (laughs) Um, All bad news. Like I was like. Like when I tell you I went back and forth with this man, and that was the agent at the time was a dude, um, kept going back and forth like, bruh, it's fine. Like, I, out of all the respect, I'm not saying this. Video t- video call, um, call on the phone, all, we did all this. When I tell you I kept saying no, I'm like, no, I, I can't do it. And he, when he video called me, he was like, I, I look like straight shit, like trash. Mm. Um, and he was like, listen, I think you should still do it, whatever the case may be. Um, if you fail, you fail. Um, but you can still just go in there and do it like um and just give it your best if you don't get it it's cool we do have others on the thing and i was like okay cool bro at this point um i work for this i'm gonna just do it so i went um and if anybody knows la and if you've been in that industry um the casting process is a process so like mm-hmm. just to get to a casting is a lot because a lot of times you have to pay for parking wow. and you have to pay all this money you in there for two seconds and it's like wow and you're in this line so you never know how, how it's like you never know you could be in right. this long ass line or you get two seconds but you still got to figure out how to get there and a lot of times they're in like secret locations and it's mm-hmm. like so it's hectic um, it's a process it's a major process that you have to be ready for and be okay with mm-hmm. um when i tell you this process this day the absolute worst no it took the thing was literally only like i'll say probably like eight minutes from my apartment at time mm. they sent me to the wrong address i went an hour away from through uber um an hour like an hour away no just imagine that going, and at this point i'm broke i'm broke no. that time. i went because i had just moved to la good mm-hmm. um broke had to come back went to the, had to come back the uber gets lo- it was like the longest process of all time i get there can't even speak sick at this point had had, had lost my voice mm. um looked like shit, everything but literally, I was like literally on the point of tears because at this point, I'm like, bro, I am doing this. And for what? Like, I know I'm not about to get this job. Like, I'm hurt. Like, mm. I like my pride was in my way. But something just kept telling me, bro, just like do it. Just like do it. And I went in there. And when I walked in, um, at this point, I do know who the client is, too. Mm. They, they did tell me the, who the client was, but it did not tell me what it exactly was. Mm. They, like what the campaign was, I'd mm-hmm. say. Um, and I do it. And when I tell you, trash, bro. No. Trash, in my opinion. In my per- but I'm very hard on myself. Because mm-hmm. um, for one, I had already been told I w- it wasn't, I didn't have to speak. I was like, I didn't have to, I didn't have to sleep. I had, I didn't have to do nothing. Um, I get in there. When I tell you, I was not um, physically prepared, mm. but I had already mentally prepared myself for this, and that's off the work that I had already put in. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, bro, at this point, you've made it in this room. But the reason why I say that is because um, I looked around. I looked around, and I'm looking like, bro, how I end up in this room with these people? Mm-hmm. I knew who they were. Like, I knew who, I knew who, the, like, these people who are, I'm like, oh, this is so, I'm, I ain't about to be on this podcast name dropping, but this is so-and-so. I knew who they were. So, at this point, the nerves have kicked in. And also, I look, in my head, I look like trash. I don't even have a voice. So I can't really even like go in there and network. And also I'm very big on germs. So I'm like, I don't want to get nobody else sick. Mm-hmm. Um, I go in there. I end up having to slate. I have to, I had to do this whole, I had to audition, like an audition, no audition, way. audition, audition, big client, big mm-hmm. client, 
literally walked out there, got in the Uber, start crying. Start crying. <laughs> start crying. Not like boohoo crying, just the whole driver in front of me. But I'm mm. in there, like, looking out the window, tears coming out of my eyes. I literally called my mama. I literally called mama. And I actually called the agent first. Because he was like, oh, did you do I was like, I, you, I was like, I wasn't going. I'm not disrespectful. So I was like, um, the um, hoarse voice that I had, told me, I was like, you told me it was no speaking roles. Um, I felt so embarrassed of going in there. Um, all this and that, like telling him all this and that. I was like, I wasn't, I was like, I did my best I can do. And that's all I can do because I have learned whenever I get to a place, no matter, I just need to put it all on the table and do that. Absolutely. But I was like, I was mm-hmm. like, but I do feel very um, taken aback how you, how unprepared you had me for this audition. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do appreciate you reaching out to me and all this and that, but all this and that. So then it started hitting me on how bad I did as I got into the Uber. It hit my chest like hard. I was like, bro, like at this point, LA is a very small market. It's huge, but it's very small. So I'm like, I'm gonna see these people again. It's mm-hmm. gonna be so embarrassing. Mm-hmm. That's gonna mm-hmm. be so, I was you like, will gonna, see them again. You, you, really? And you, yes. You're gonna see them again, mm-hmm. no matter how big you think you're going to see them again. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's I'm, that's so embarrassing. And then also, this room was like huge. Like when I tell you, huge names. Two days later, the agent hits me. Well, um, it's cool that you felt all that way, but they loved you. What the they, fuck? They, he was like, they loved you, and you were a book for this day. Shot in Milk Studios. Um, oh, see, that's a badass studio. Mm-hmm. The best one I've ever shot in. But Bro. that's that's the best one I ever shot in. I went, I forgot about that. I'm glad you said that's that. The best one. I'm glad, I'm glad you said the, that. That's the best one I ever shot. That's in. a badass studio. Um, and I had, and the thing about it is, I had always dreamed of shooting there. I dreamt of shooting there, and they were literally Kanye was shooting in the other room. Well, stop, Kanye was man. Shooting, Kanye was, and when I realized, stop. When I got there, bro. When I was like, when I got there, I was like. It still didn't hit me because I'm looking like at any point in time, they're gonna be like, oh, wrong one. <laughs> like, oh, we thought it was somebody. Like, <laughs> like wrong one. But it was Oops, like, the other Negro. But it was, it was, it was, I ain't gonna talk about like money wise, but it was such a big campaign that they paid me to look like a bum for two weeks. Um, wow. Literally. Like, I could not get, because it was a hair campaign. Mm. They, it, they, I had to, they was like, oh, no, like, um, we need you to look like this when you come to sit, which I was like, They've never seen that before. So how do they know what that looks like? But they didn't care. They wanted like this, that, and the third. I literally shot that campaign. I, I'll i say we were probably there for like um, six hours, maybe five, six hours. I, money-wise, I was set for the next three months. Turn around. Wow. I got turn around. Two years later, I got a residual. Um, I was like, "Well, congratulations, man." They was like, "Yeah, we love it." And I'm looking like, "Bro." And the thing about it is, I did give my all, but on that on that set there was like um but i still like, i'm hard on myself i still felt like i could have did better and i'm like bro and it was like oh when i t- i had never received one of those before and i was like um to 10 years i was like 10 years i'll be alive like man i was like bro what and then, so so that's like a story like when i tell you do never give up mm-hmm. bro never give up like literally i like that one what's for you is for you and no matter how you may try to like push it away if it's for you, it's gonna come. And right. Like, Absolutely. And, and it, was, it took that set and that shoot for me to realize, because I had done a whole bunch of stuff since before then. Mm-hmm. Like, um, but it took that right there for me to realize, like, oh, bro, you meant for this. Man, like, congratulations, man. That's so Thank you. That I was like years that. ago though, but that's like an inspirational story. I hope I can inspire. I like that. Like, bro, I have this another inspirational this. story. Too. Oh man, you're my favorite model. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, in, I'm right. definitely. Thanks. I'm um, definitely uh, love to hear this one. So this actually was one of those days. I know Trey, you probably had them days where you're like. I don't know if I'm going to make this casting today because you had mm-hmm. plans. and Okay, so it was one of those days. And mm-hmm. I was just not prepared to go um, to this casting because I had already planned to go back home to Sacramento. And um, 
for some reason, right before I get ready to leave, my brakes went out. Like, I don't know how it happened, but, like, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, Damn. Yeah, and mind you, I had just, you know, I had just got them done. So I was like, this is, there's something wrong with my car. Like, whatever they did, they needed to refix it. Mm -hmm. um, so I had the other car that was at the house, but I'm like, well, shoot, my car, one of the cars going to be, you know, in the shop. I have time to now go to the um, to the casting. But the, the thing about that is the timing that my car was going to be done, they were about to close. So it was either you need to, you know, because my car is going to be there all day. So it's like either you're going to come back and get your car or you're going to go to this casting. And then I'm not going to be able to go home because they were going to be closed for the next day. Oh, my goodness. So I called my agent. And I'm like, what are the chances that you think that I might get booked on this? And mm -hmm. she was like, I mean, it's so hard to tell, but like, it's it's really it's a really good gig i think you should you know come and i was just like you know what if my car has to stay in the shop overnight and i can't make it home it's just not gonna happen i'm just gonna have to wait till you know next week because i really needed my car back and on top of that i was like i'm just gonna just you know go on a limb go out on a limb and see if i book this i kid you not i go to this audition and um, Catherine Hardrick, which is the person who wrote Twilight, mm -hmm. was going to be the casting um, person for that. And I did not know that until I walked in the room. They're like, oh, yeah, Catherine Carter was coming. I'm like, um, here? And they're like, they're like no, she'll, she'll be here. Mm -hmm. But I guess something happened in TJ where they were shooting and she couldn't get back to us in time. So she's like, can you have some of the people wait? So some of the people just didn't want to wait. Like there, we were there for hours on end. And I was like, I'm not leaving. Um, I've been here like I was already had waiting for like two to three hours for this casting. Um, but they said we can leave and come back. But the chances of like meeting her, you know, and actually getting the opportunity is going to be slim if you left and didn't come back in time. When I tell you I stayed in that room, I called my family. I'm like, look, I don't think I'm going to be there today. It's going to no. I'll be there in the morning but um, or tomorrow later on or next week. But I have to stay at this casting. Like I just something just told me to stay. I tell you, this lady walked in the room and she picked me right on the spot. And I was in Miss Bala no movie. Way. I was in the Miss Bala movie that day. That's crazy. I mean, it, it the way, you know, it's just crazy how things happen. Cause like, I'm not saying your, your brakes need to go out to get, you know, a gig, but I'm just saying like, I legit was going to just go get my car and just go. Cause no I was like, way. because you get told no so much in this mm -hmm. industry. And I That's think people do not really? realize that, that mm -hmm. it's like, what are the chances or the odds that I will book something that big mm -hmm. when I've been told no, like so, so many times. So Damn. I just was like, I just put my faith in God and was like, you know, if it's meant for me, like you just said, if what's meant for you is meant for you. Nobody and even it. though I had just mm -hmm. paid to get my car fixed and pay for my brakes, I'm like, let me just go put it back in the shop. And they were like, oh, we didn't do X, Y, Z, right? But since your car came in later, we have to do these people first. That's kind of what happened. Um, but, yeah, I literally, that ended up happening. And we ended up leaving on time. I was able to get my car before they closed and was on the road back to Sacramento. Had just That's crazy. Up. I mean, I will never forget that day because even though the role that I did was, like, super small, but to me it was big because mm -hmm. I'm in a mo I was in a movie. Yeah, and right. that's something Huge. I would – Forever remember. And, That's you, and you had to go out the country to shoot it. So let's say that as yeah, well. International. Yeah. Get that clap. That <laughs> My girl, international. Man, hey, I'm proud of you guys, man. That, that's definitely inspiring, man, for sure. And I, I feel like no matter what you do, you put that time and effort in, the universe will give it to you for sure. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. For sure. I do believe in manifestation. Absolutely. I really do. I mean, there's things that, I, that happen in my life. It's like you're, you're, both of you have stories. Like you just 
consistent with it, yeah, you're mm-hmm. going to get some no's. You'll get some no's for sure. Mm-hmm. But things will manifest. But you're closer to that yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's the way I think about mm-hmm. it. I get way more no's than I get yes. But mm-hmm. the more no's I get, that yes is coming. Mm-hmm. For sure. That yes is coming. And like when it comes, worth it's it. a good yes. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. It's, it's, it's so worth it. Like, it's yes. so that when you finally do get that mm-hmm. yes, it's like, damn, like those no, I was supposed to get those other no's. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't yeah. even like appreciate it as yes as much right. as I appreciate it. That's a good point. A lot of people don't understand that. Some no's that you get, you're supposed to get the no's. Mm-hmm. You're not right. going to get everything. Right. You know what I mean? And some things not, like you said, it's not made for you. That shit was made for you. Made for you. That's crazy. That was your opportunity. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Congratulations on both of y'all, man. I'm Thank proud you. of you, man. Congratulations to you as well. I'm trying to grow up to be like y'all. You know <laughs> no, man. So that's what it is, man. No, man. I want to be a superstar. You know what I'm saying? Major congratulations. You know what I mean? So I'm proud of you guys, but yeah. We going to two two hours now, man. We killed That's this one. Crazy. We killed this one. This is a long podcast. Crazy. We killed it, and two yo, hours. a lot of gems were spreading in this podcast, and I appreciate these wonderful, um, you know, uh, models, you know, to be on here and, and spreading that uh, that that dialogue, you know, the wisdom. You know, what I mean, because that's how we learn. That's how we learn. We learn learn through conversations. I feel, and um, there's no school for this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Wow. So this is how we, you know, come on this podcast and we tell our stories and and give back, you know, to the community for sure. You know what I mean? So yeah. I appreciate you guys. I look up to you guys. I think you guys are amazing human beings. You're aliens in a good way in my book. Yes. You know what I mean? So um, keep killing it, man. Keep killing it. Nah, thank, thank you for you. having you know I mean? us. Thank you. Thank you. For sure. So appreciative for being on here, man. For, you for sure. You guys want to add anything before we close up? Ladies first. Well, you can follow me on Instagram. Let's go. Yes. <laughs> yes. Amara Carey. And you can follow my poetry page at Amara's Voice. Yes. Or check out my chat book series on amarasvoice.com and uh spell your name so people can uh, because yeah you know you can get confused uh, my website is a-m-a-r-a-s voice.com and then amara carey is a-m-a-r-a-c-a-r-e-y man once again appreciate you trey absolutely yeah y'all thank y'all so much um for just having me on this platform i appreciate Mm -hmm. it and Please be sure to follow your boy. It is the Trey Taylor on any social media platform. That's T H E T R E Y T A Y L O R on any social media platform. Type it in, you'll find it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. And once again, like I told you, these are the there's levels to this game, and they are they are at at the absolute highest. You know, of course, we all can always grow, but you can learn from this conversation. And I appreciate you guys for joining in to this podcast. This is the Handle Podcast. We'll see you out.